Greetings, everyone, and welcome to Smart Wrestling Fan, the longest-running weekly pro wrestling podcast in human history. This is episode number 849. Oh, 850th episode next week. That's a big big milestone or something. I'm Joe Negron, along with Mr. Mutant Larry. Hey, is this for real? Hello? No, it's not. 849 is real, but 850 being a milestone isn't real. No, I meant doing the show. This isn't how you jump into the show. Why? All excited? But no, just weird. It was a weird... We didn't. I don't think- do the same thing every week. Why do you think I no, do? But you sh- I don't know. I don't know what you're guard. expecting. You've only been here for many, many years. <laughs> I've only been here <laughs> for 17 years. So I don't know what you want from me, Larry. I don't know. It just didn't seem like our normal intro. Whatever. It's fine. You're not a normal intro. This is true. 849 of Smart Wrestling Fam. That's it. Okay. Um, okay. This is going to be a different week in wrestling to talk about. It's a quite a quite a weird mixed bag week, isn't it? Isn't it? I mean, some, most weeks different. are right. Different. I would say most yeah. weeks are the mixed bag. Different different weeks. Yeah, but this is different. Super I'm not weird. Sure how about I that? Feel about anything that happened this week? Yeah. So if we just got, I mean, Raw just ended five minutes ago. So um, I won't say what happened, but it had. I'll just say it was a big ending. See what I did there? Wait. Oh, because slow. Oh, because he had a big butt. That's it. Remember when Lash's gimmick was look at Leo Rush would stand there and go, look at his butt. Look at his butt. Man of the hour. That's (laughs) me. Look at his butt. Remember that? Yeah. Leo Rush was the first MVP. Oh, man. But MVP is the better MVP, though. I'm sorry, Leo. But true. Leo was Leo was did, fun. Le- but Leo did a good job. He did. Him, he had, he did a really good job. But man, MVP really upped his game to push Lashley to the moon and beyond, as they say in that Pixar movie. They don't say that. Um, so welcome to the program, everyone. We're going to talk about wrestling today. And um, that's not what we usually do here. No, wait. It's exactly what we do here. Okay. Yeah, that's it. Strike that. Reverse it. So um, go to... Go to our website, that's smartwrestlingfan.com, and do all the things on there, because we want more of you to email us, join our Twitter, join our Facebook group, uh, get Smart Wrestling Fan Extra, become a patron of the show. That's right, become a patron, because you can get this show, this weekly free show, you can get it sooner if you do that. Plus, you get all our extra content that we do, especially our newest show, Smart Wrestling Fan More, which now we have how many episodes of? Like 40, almost 50 episodes already? I don't know. I just, oh I logged God. on the other day and there's three more. Yeah. Just so I'm right 45 I, episodes today so far. I was listening to uh, the, what, the final episode of old NXT being covered. And talk oh. about what might happen in the next NXT, which yeah. no one has an idea except colors. Yeah, it's colorful. That's tomorrow, that that new episode of NXT. But yeah. we'll talk about all that and, uh, and stuff and more and things. Um, so yeah, become a patron um, now is the best time uh, ever to become a patron because we're cranking out the the most amount of shows. If you like a specific wrestling brand, we're probably covering it. And if you're and if we're not covering it, we'll probably be covering it soon. So that's how we we're trying to do this here. So if you're probably... curious about it, what's better is if you're curious about yeah something you you can't watch. I mean, you can't watch it all. No, you can't unless you're me. But you could <laughs> unless you, unless that's your full time job. You could watch it all. If you if it's your full time job, right? Yeah, but why don't? But you don't want to miss out on the stuff that's going on when wrestling is actually no. good everywhere except major places. That's a good point. 
Yeah. So go uh, go do that. Become a patron today. And um, you know, get this stuff. And don't forget Smart Wrestling Fan Live coming soon to a theater near you. And by theater, I mean your iPhone or your computer or your it's whatever like tablet. It is like a theater. It's the theater of the mind's eye mind. or something. I don't know. Theater of the mind. What do we do? The, um, um, what do we do in this show? Oh, right. We do wrestling, but also, um, yeah. So if you, my point is this: if you like WWE, Raw, SmackDown, um, Dynamite, uh, Rampage, W Rampage, if you like Impact, if you like NXT, if you like NXT UK, if you like New Japan, if you like NWA, the All Women's Pay Per View, or NWA. Uh, show, if you, the point is, if you if you like uh, what was it, Triple Mania, we're doing shows on all this stuff. So you don't want to miss out. Don't be the guy that misses out. Don't, don't be the woman the that misses out. Yeah. What'd you say? It's the duolution. <laughs> you don't miss the duolution. Oh, oh God, it was bad. Um, so okay, so we're gonna do the news in a second here. Anything else you want to say about becoming a patron, Larry? Real quick. No, but I, I mean, it, it couldn't be more worth it and there couldn't be a better time, right? I agree. You're getting so much now and it's the best time ever to get involved in these shows that maybe you don't have time to watch, but you at least want to know. Wrestling Renaissance. And I am yes. a, what well, I am a uh, Renaissance, Renaissance man. man. Am I not? Mm-hmm. I don't just do this. I say that about you every day. Okay, good. I say it. You say it to yourself. You don't tell me that. But, um, yeah, let's do some news real quick because we have a lot of wrestling to cover today. Um, I want to announce other things, that I'm, projects that I'm working on, but I, I don't want to get too overexcited. I just want to wait. I'll, I'll announce them when they're happening. How about that? I'll say I that. think that's for the best because you're yeah. a little overstretched. I'm right a little. I, I'm doing a lot, too many things here. Um, but they're all staying of, of, the, of high quality, though. I would no, never no, stretch no, myself so thin that it would be crappy, ever. I I am very much enjoying all the mores. I'm glad. Mores. 45 I, episodes of more, you're on none of them. Good job, Larry. But no. But that's I, fun like that you could I listen enjoy, to that content. Enjoy, yeah. No, but I enjoy like Kiwi Carl and These are not Carl real. and These Gravelly Carl. I like all of them. I don't know why you make up that name for everybody, but... Um, and you left one out, so you're so mean, first of all. I know Second all of all... Oh, my God. The come to come nom 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 Carl. Okay, oh. you tried. That's enough. Um, but it's Larry, good content. You, you guys told, are covering stuff that matters. I know. You told it's fans. It's so weird to hear I, you say something yeah. like Impact Wrestling and something matters. Or, yes. or, or where is... Okay, even Zack Ryder right now is doing good I know. Stuff, he's so. all over the place. It's crazy. So weird. Yeah, it is weird. But um, what I wanted to ask... If comes back and he's good, I quit. It's just everything's too weird. If who comes back? Bojack? Right back. Right back. Right back. Back in the 90s, right back in the 90s, Larry, like two months ago, you told all the listeners we were going to do a BoJack episode, and you never did. <gasps> You're busy all the time. Nope. See, I, I could say that now. He's true. a liar. He call, Here's what Larry does. He calls me, and he's like, oh, what are you up to today, the day you said, and then he whispers to himself, the day you said we would do BoJack, but I hope you don't bring it up. And I'm like, oh, nothing. I'm not doing a show until like 7 o'clock tonight. He's like... Okay, I got to go uh, uh, vacuum the leaves and uh, go uh, build a car. Uh, bye. Yes, I have to go build a car. Tell me That's you don't exactly. do this all the time. Do you like how I saved it for the show? Just in <laughs> front of... Make, do this in front of everybody. Sometime. Okay, do you want to be right or do you want to be nice? 
Um, I'm less worried about being nice to you because I'm real with you. That's all. So. Ooh, you're getting real. Ooh. So anyway, people are keep bugging me. They're emailing me. They're texting me. They're tweeting me. Yes, because you said it. Okay. And they're like, what? wait, didn't Larry say that? Did I imagine that? And I'm like, you didn't imagine it, but Larry's ducking me. So tell the listeners again when they're going to get a new episode. Today is the, like... <sighs> Today's Monday. You have all week. Oh. Okay, this week then. You know me, I could do a podcast at any time, but you calling me and going, oh, you busy? Doing a lot of shows? Okay, I gotta go. Oh, that I didn't run a, I wanted to oh run a, uh, since we're doing behind the scenes, I had a knock-knock joke for uh, SmackDown, but I don't think I could do it. So can you edit it out if you don't like oh it? Oh my God, Larry. If No, I already know what it is and it's bad. <laughs> Why are you so awful? You can't. Okay. You can't do that one. No. <laughs> it's really good. That's not good. That's really offensive. No, I can do it because I was in the military. I died for your no. family, so I can do it. Oh, my God. Okay, that's fine. Let's do the news. Okay, Bojack this week. All right. We're, I'm under court order. I guess. You were last I time, I thought. I have to be your butler for a month. Okay, I don't believe you. You wouldn't show up for work. Um, <laughs> let's do the news. Last. Let's do the ratings because ratings matter yeah, this week for they, the first time. They do. This is crazy. So last week's Monday Night Raw scored 1.8 million viewers. But the funny thing is, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say SmackDown next. I'm gonna say Dynamite next because they had one million three hundred nineteen thousand viewers and beat Raw in the eighteen to forty nine demographic. That's <laughs> Raw. Sucks. So Raw has more old people and Raw has kids. lots of over fifties and and, kids. and and school kids that no nobody's no kids are in bed. They're like I'm not gonna stay up till eleven o'clock watching Raw. Ooh, you know why? Because it's not good. They'd rather play video games or do something more interesting. That's true. Yeah, like, I think of all the is. things I did to watch wrestling. Like I know. I, I always told the story good. in the army. I would I would go visit yeah. sick soldiers in the hospital, <laughs> and I actually got like a commendation for doing that when I was just doing. I know you're like I just like, want to watch Nitro and Raw. Yes. So, one point eight million for Raw, and then SmackDown. Got 2.2 million, but Fox claimed almost 2.4 million because they were going with an overnight number that also had other shows mixed in with the overnight. Like they're just, they're so. (sighs) Sometimes I go with an overnight number. I know you do. Um, (laughs) Sometimes, like seriously though. um, No, get to the ratings. I I just, I think this is great. Yeah. Get to the ratings. I'm I'm talking about it. No, but I'm just saying that I think this is something stunning and. And remember when we wondered, oh, I wonder if Dynamite will get this many of you. And we were like, oh, yes. that was a good, oh, it's it's holding its viewers. That's good. And now we're at a place where like, oh, in the key demographics, they're actually yes, beating Yes, they wrong. won. So pretty they cool. win. This week they win. And that's pretty awesome. NXT, oh, God, this is bad news. NXT had 601,000 viewers. And AEW Rampage had 670,000 viewers. So what I'm telling you right now is that AEW Rampage on Friday night at 10 o'clock, which is a horrible time slot, yes, <laughs> is beating NXT on Tuesday nights against like nothing, but like news well, and stuff. Yeah. For one week, that won't happen. This week, because listen, even I'm going to watch. Oh, I think that I NXT can pop a good number on the first episode tomorrow, but I after that, you want to play predictions on the first episode of the NXT 2.0? What did it get? What did it get last week? 
601,000. Oh, I, 600? I go eight, almost not, 800. You go 800? Uh-huh. I go 848. I was going to go higher. Okay. Okay. Well, you, you can still say higher than 848 if you want. 848 and one. Okay, so you say higher than 848. Got it. Yes. Okay, we'll see if we can get 848,000 viewers or more for Larry. Um, if it's less, though, I oh I, come I on, I, it's the stupid that it, it's that stupid <clears throat> yeah. box that could be anything. Oh look, a I know box. It could be anything. Don't get me started about the mystery the box. Same thing that you had don't, yesterday. Don't even get me started. Okay, so those were the ratings, and uh, here's some news. Oh my God, there's so much uh, to talk about. Well, first of all, the big news of the week was that Triple H. If you didn't hear this. Um, had to have heart surgery because they had last week he had what WWE called a cardiac event, which that's not <laughs> good. Pay per view, yes. But luckily he is fine, and they said he's going to get uh, have a full recovery, and that's good news. And also, um, they said it was because of a defect, a, like a genetic defect. Well, Vince thought the defect was that he had a heart to begin with. Oh, that's true. He does not. So he's safe forever. You're not a real member of my family. He could, Vince still could die from like um, uh, garlic or um, what is it? Silver bullets or um, on a pencil, uh, throwing him in a tub of electricity or a limo explosion. What's that? Will that kill a vampire? No, I was was making, I was saying like Chucky, Chucky the doll. I'm just trying to think of all the, the ways. 50 ways to kill your demons. I don't know. Remember that song? That was good. So, all right. All right. So that's, that was the, the so he's, he's, the big he's okay. So he's we don't, okay. yeah, we're not, we don't have to be sad. But the bigger news is they kept it under wraps for like four days. No one knew. I can't so believe it. Vince could be, Vince could pass away. And the only way we would ever find out is when it came Monday and the script stayed the same all day. And they'd be like, he must be dead. Yeah. I think that's how good you're right. <laughs> I think you're right. Um, oh, this. Okay. And so the second biggest news po- uh, story of the week, news pony of the week. What was I going to say? Was it, news anyway, pony. I don't know. Samoa Joe has uh. relinquished the NXT title conveniently right, right minutes before NXT 2.0. And they already have that's a commercial that says, that says, we're our number one contenders match is now for the NXT title. What? Was so every show gimmicked <clears throat> up this week to get ratings. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so Samojo gave up the title for a phantom injury. They will not say the injury because here's the choices concussion or nothing. He might not even be injured. Um, I seem to think it's incredibly fishy. Um, I cannot confirm that i've i've not confirmed that i just don't believe he's injured That's oh all. i can confirm it's fishy can you confirm that it's fake no but it's fishy neither can i but it is fishy something's fishy indeed we could learn better than being in the arena remember that old gag no if uh, i didn't know how to make an nxt show if i would have known i would could have learned and I, I wouldn't have bought the thing if you told me you didn't know how to fish I bought the fish station. What did they buy? Like a ranch, a fish ranch? Is that know. a thing? A did they buy a lake, like a hatchery? Camp? What did they buy? I don't know. I'm sure Hacksaw Jim Duggan was going to show up. Nobody, half the people listening do not know what we're talking about. Half oh, the people think it's hilarious because they remember. Go look it up. It's called Something's Fishy, 
And it was George the Animal Steel and Greg the Hammer Valentine, I think. And they were fishing. And it was supposed to be a movie. And then I don't think they shot the whole movie. But they talked about fishing. They did. So, anyway. Never ad lib. No. So, Smojo gives up the title. And then, that's it. He does a phony video online. He's like, I got to give up the title. Not because Vince told me to. And because Vince is in charge of NXT now. And he doesn't like me. And he said, didn't I, didn't I fire you before? Vince is shocked. You know, so anyway, so this convenient timing for all this. And I wouldn't be surprised if Samojo is on NXT, not to hand over the title, but to retire that title. And then they pull out the Nickelodeon 2.0 color splat title. Gack splat. Guts and gack and, and slime. And what was the other thing? Double dare. And also gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's going to go back to game show, but this time it'd be more like Legends of the Hidden Temple. And be, where listen, just... I know what you're saying there, and that's the joke. And here's the thing: wouldn't this be NXT 3.0? Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. At least. Well, I guess the game show was 1.0. 4.0 because there was the real the first NXT and then the game show because the first one was a, was kind of a game, but it the wasn't first one a... was a game show. What? Yeah, but then it got, remember it got wacky. Well, it was, it was always wacky. It just got more stupid. How about that? It got to, so I would say two NXT two was a straight comedy. All right. Just, it was a joke. Maybe. So then we also have in the news. Oh, wasn't look. that the one where Cole was talking about how bad it was? He was saying, yeah, because it was the divas. And he said, this is one of the worst shows I've ever seen. Yeah. Nobody could wrestle. And that's including the beloved people that graduated, by the way. Everybody on that show sucked. If you remember. It's true. It, it's, it, I mean, it is. I could also say that, that Trish Stratus was terrible and then she became great. And she, but go watch her matches in the beginning. Anyway, so um, not everybody's great all the time. Sorry. Not everybody can be Larry. Not everybody can be, but we mm. can all try. Uh, whatever. That's all I ask. So, yeah. So, uh, turns out, remember how Kushida was supposed to put the cruiserweight title on the line against Roderick Strong and do other things like that? Roger yeah. He, Strong. And he wasn't, quote, cleared. Yeah, he came out and said he had COVID. Of course he did. It's pretty sad when you have to come out and say you have COVID. I know, it's People weird. get COVID. Yeah. We got to get rid of that COVID closet. I know we do. Uh, Miz uh, is going to be on Dancing with the Stars, which means we won't have to look at him for a while. So that's something. Yeah, but what? I'm tired of Miz doing everything like this. Can't we get that, somebody different? No, you know why? Because this makes me not have to watch Miz TV, so I don't care. Well, then send Eva Marie to dance with him. Send Eva Marie. Send Hook. Why are we not sending Lana? Remember, we were told that she can. Oh my God, Lana! <laughs> show funny. me Lana. Show me dancing. Do 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 do. Remember that. <laughs> she like oh, fell over we pretended she meant to do that so um oh <laughs> big big contract news and then i'm gonna tell you the comedy part so big contract news this this week um we learned of three people's uh, contract dates when they when the contracts expire in wwe so these contracts are Sami Zayn. his contract's up this december already gargano johnny gargano his contract's in up in this December already. And Kevin Owens' contract is up at the end yes. of January. Oh, okay. Now, Kevin Owens has been messing around on Twitter and saying things like, 
Uh, I'm going AEW. He doesn't. He's not coming out and saying that. But said like almost there. Yeah, like, like he would say almost there. Like his contract's almost up, and, and then, then the young bucks, the young bucks would say here. there or whatever. Right, and then yeah, he, and there's been other clues like that. But the point is, we all know he's gone. Was um, was he on SmackDown? I don't remember. No. Oh, oh wait, no. no, because he's they're not going to do anything with him now. So that's all good. I hope they all go to AEW or anywhere else or any of these other companies that would that would love to have them. Um, and finally, in the news, uh, if you haven't heard the story yet, it's true. And I'm going to tell you because I got a chuckle out of it. But apparently <laughs> Vince's <laughs> Vince's oh, Vince's idea for, for Adam Colbay before he wait, wait, you need to say this is true. I know it's true. I know, but I know people aren't going to believe like it, but story. it is real. This really no, no, no. Happened. This is not a story. This is a this is this is actual real life, and I'm sure one day in some document. Once again, I will be proven that, that this is true. And when this when this comes out in some whatever documentary or remember, because like I would tell people about the the Chris Jericho and Punk feud, like. A decade ago, no, and I would tell them about how there was this one story where they were going to have a tattoo gun under the ring and all that stuff. And I told that story, and people were like, huh? Well, and then Jericho, years later, confirmed that I was not making that up, and I had firsthand information. <laughs> I guess it's secondhand information, whatever it is. I had it, and uh, yeah, it was true. But anyway, so Vince McMahon pitched to Adam Cole. He's like, why are you thinking about that? Uh, leaving, leaving the WWE can't help but wonder if it's a monetary issue well yeah vince i i would like some more money well ah uh, you could might be able to make some money more money somewhere else but i'll tell you i'll give you a sweetheart of a deal you stay here won't even have to wrestle i mean sports entertain very much <laughs> won't have to sports entertain how okay i'm go on i'm intrigued you know how even been testing Keith Lee the dark matches on SmackDown and Raw. We're going to bring him back as a monster. He's going to be a heel, monster heel. Y- yeah, okay. What does that have to do with me? I'm, I want you to be his manager, his mouthpiece. See, he can't speak that great. He's too soft-spoken. But you, on the other hand, I, my son-in-law tells me you're Good at the talking. I've never watched NXT, but I heard you were good at the talking. Now, obviously, I'm I'm embellishing this. That 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 part didn't happen. My point is this: Yes, Vince McMahon wanted Adam Cole to be Keith Lee's manager and not wrestle, because that's what he thinks you do with small guys. And he thinks that's what Adam Cole would want to do. He was just offering him money and a unique opportunity like Dario Cueto. I, this stuff, it doesn't sound real. It sounds made up. Oh, it's real. How much is Vince not aware of what's going on around him? He's more aware than you think. He just not sees it. He only sees it his like own that. way. That's all. He's, he has one way heroics, one way vision. One way to exit. I don't know what I'm saying. What a, I, I, <laughs> I know. 
Yeah. Is there no one there to check him anymore? No. At least be like, really, Vince? <clears throat> no, because he only has his family, and then he's surrounded by yes men besides that. So he has Dunn and the Beaver are hanging around him. What are their names? Yeah. Love and the Beaver? Oh, Dunn and the Beaver's the same guy. Whoops. Love and the Beaver are standing around him, and he they just say yes, boss, whatever. So <laughs> Dunn and the Beaver. Dunn and the Beaver. That's what she's... Oh my God! Anyway, so that's your news. That's it. I, as wacky as it sounds. Now we've got a weird week of wrestling to talk about here. We do, and we're going to start with Dynamite right now. Um, we're going to do Dynamite, SmackDown, Rampage. We're going to play our main event game that Larry's really bad at. So now that I reminded Larry about that, he's probably like googling main event. No, no, but I always right start now. thinking about it way too okay, early. Okay, that's mind. fine. But we're going to start with and then do Raw. Oh, my God, Raw. Neil Gast is going to be one of my guesses. <clears throat> all right. Well, that's fine. You can guess them all you want. Uh, Dynamite, though. Because yeah, this, yeah. this was the big Dynamite that got the huge rating where it beat Raw in the key demographic. Um, and this was right after the pay-per-view, the all-out pay-per-view. Should I say it right away? Which? What? I don't love this episode of Dynamite. I was... I was confused by this episode, uh, not confused by what's going on, but confused as to my feelings about it. Yeah, it's it's a very weird show. You know, some parts hard. are like excellent and some parts are just like, what am I seeing? Yeah. Here? And we're coming off one of the best pay-per-views I think I've seen for, I can't even remember. Correct. Like a decade, so. five, ten years. I don't know. Long, long time. Okay. From the Ted Lewis Center in Cincinnati, Ohio again. I don't so, believe that, but okay. I love Cincinnati. JR, Tony Schiavone, and Taz, because Excalibur is going to have a Mrs. Excalibur now. I guess, I guess huh? he's getting married. Oh, yeah, he's gone. And okay. Let's address, let's address it right now <clears throat> okay. because it goes through the whole show. Right now? So let's just talk about it right now. Oh, my God, Excalibur, please come back soon. Oh, my God, don't let these, these old guys are running the show and they're just talking about everything like they're all drunk buddies or something and they're just sitting there and they're they go off the rails so many times and sometimes that can be really fun and funny in in amounts in 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 some in some ways but it's too much it's too, way too much i can't take it it is and this week is an this my two shows perfect examples of not appreciating an announcer who's doing a fantastic job so good that you don't even notice and then being thrown back to one of the worst announcers of all time and yes. how they can ruin a show. So this is, yes. yeah, maybe this show would have been better with us. Well, it would have been better with Excalibur. It so absolutely would have been better, but that wouldn't fix a lot of the, all, any other problems yeah. that happen outside the commentary booth. So, so we start off really going in hot, but Malachi black comes out. We're going to have a first match right here. I still like Malachi's black entrance gimmick. I think it works. His black entrance. You like that? Yeah. Yeah. I think yes. it's good. But, uh, they say he had two fascinations growing up. Yeah. I assume something and wrestling. Right? Yeah. But it was tattoos in the occult. So, wow. That's neither of them are wrestling or mixed martial arts or anything. So, wow. So Malachi Black okay. versus Dustin Rhodes. Okay. Whatever. Uh, match, match. Dustin goes through a table. Malachi takes off a turnbuckle pad. Uh, Malachi beats on Dustin and laughs. And JR says, what a story these what are stories these guys are telling us? Stop saying story in the ring and stuff like that. Stop it. Yeah. Uh, Dustin, they chant, you still got it, which is, is 
True, Dustin's a better wrestler. But he's now an active he roster wrestler. Yeah, but stop this chant, yuck! I don't ever want to hear that chant again. I know, honestly. but if you come back after a, a decade and you you haven't proven yourself, and then you do, then chant it once. But but everybody, Dustin's on the show all the time. You're just saying some- you might as well be chanting. You are old, but that's okay. Really what a bad yes, chant really. that is, but that is the chant they're saying. Uh, Balakai gets Cody's boot that he stole from under the ring and boot. throws it at Dustin and laughs at him. That was okay. Yeah. Uh, Malachi trips Dustin and exposed turnbuckle. Uh, heel kick. Malachi wins. I don't know where they all start bleeding at, but Dustin's bleeding. People are bleeding. His mouth is Blood. bleeding and it's all over the place. It's all over Malachi. But that kick was turds. Oh, it missed. Hit him in like the arm, and Dustin's like, "Oh, I'm dead." <laughs> might might happen to Dustin. There's some really bad finishes this week. Jr. says most of them are on Raw. Okay. Jr. says, "Hey, let's let's talk about the pay per view, and ha- which was the best tag match I've ever seen." That's what Jr. said. Nice. So if you won't listen to me, listen no, to seriously, that's he's seen how many tag matches and called how many? Oh, 20, 25. <laughs> At least twenty or twenty-five. At least he's. <laughs> At least uh, in in the package, the Lucha Brothers pretty much just say, "Hey, bring it on! We'll fight you." So whatever, yeah. we'll see. I don't care who they fight. I just watch these two wrestle. Me too. CM Punk comes out. Uh, they chant, "You still got it for him too." Oh come again. on! Look again. This is that. That's it. This is your chance. Now they did it. Now it's over. If you do it again, you're just saying he's old. He pimps the whole card. He's like, look at all this great card tonight. What? Okay. This is my first problem with the night other than Excalibur's missing, and I can tell, is that, oh my God, CM Punk is the the balladeer like Street Profits were on Raw. Why is this his role? Yeah, he's a little too big for this, and we really don't even need this role. No, we don't. I I, want to watch the show. I'm here. You don't have to tell me how great it is. I'm in the door. You got my money, so to speak. But thankfully, he points out that Aunt Linda is here. What are we doing? What? What are we doing here? I guess Aunt Linda is Brian Pillman's pseudo mother that's raised him after senior Brian Pillman died. This is great, 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 great grandmother, I think. I don't know, actually. Yeah. And then Punk turns he on DDT's Aunt Linda right there. (laughs) That would be something. Uh, So Punk says, hey, who's next for me? I don't know. And then Taz gets up and says, I've had enough. And he says, this now, is the best part of the night. Yeah. I thought. Taz goes, hey, Punk. Hey, Punk. Hey, CM Punk. In <laughs> case there was like. Yes. Just in case. Avoid confusion. <laughs> oh, God. And then Punk's like, I can't believe you're interrupting me. But OK, I'll let you interrupt me this one time. Yeah. Which is Punk playing himself because. Yes. That is him. Punk is a person who would go to Burger King and if they left the tomato off his Whopper, he would take it personally and never go there again and tell the story about how they have it out for him. I know. For the rest of his life. It's a paranoid man. I think. Uh, <laughs> out comes Hobbs and Hooks. So they are out there, but but before they even come out there, Taz is like, why are you talking about Team Taz? And then Punk's like, Punk just, I'm not. I never said anything about you. He's like, no, I don't mean here. I mean into interviews and stuff. All you want to do is fight the team Taz. And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Taz is delusional. It, it seems that way. So Punk says, I don't care. Send Starks, send Hobbs, send Hook. 
Send me Peter Pan. Well, that's what Hook said. Bring, bring me what was it, Reginald from Sub. It was unfortunately it was it was Punk said bring me Jared from Subway and he meant Jared. Yeah, that horrible pedophile that's really bad so <laughs> Yeah. Uh, then CM Punk does the whole beat me if you can, blah, blah, blah. PM skunk, you always <clears throat> call them. And then Punk does the mic drops. Did they put in a sound effect of the mic drop? I thought it was the real mic. I don't know. I think it sounded fake to me. Oh. But, still. but regardless, yeah, you don't do a mic drop after that turd. What are you doing? And then Hook, I think, has the most X-Pac heat from doing absolutely nothing. Because technically he does nothing, yet I can't stand when he's there's on my one TV. person Ooh, you talk like striker through your teeth you must be mad mm. so um the um he has the he has not as much heat as hook two on raw does <laughs> what's his name gauge goldberg Gages. yeah the I gauge the hook so i guess hobbs is next for punk maybe not who knows um did you just Aunt, fart? Aunt Linda gets a hug and then Punk oh, leaves God. through the heel tunnel, but kind of just because that's... Yeah. I think they were just, they were in his way, so he, Punk had no choice. So. Santana Ortiz. <laughs> Santana. Hmm. Santana Ortiz. Santana oh, and Ortiz Santana package. Ortiz. They've shifted their focus. Oh. I don't know what that means. You were tasked Whatever. Hmm. Um, Tony is with Ruby Soho, yeah. and he says, why would you do an open challenge? Before she can answer, Britt Baker comes in. She's got her crew with her, and she says, Jamie Hayter's going to take your open challenge and beat you up. And then Ruby says, we know each other, but doesn't expand on it much. Yeah. And then Britt tells Ruby to run away to catering where you spent the last four years of your life. We're edgy now in AEW, I guess. And I did like this part. Ruby turns to Tony, and she she says, I know know she's your girl, but I'm going to whip her butt. That was awesome. I like that. So we get... Will Hobbs versus Dante Martini. Poor so Dante Martini. Power guy versus rookie rookie kid. This thing goes picture in picture through a commercial. Yeah. Hook does like dodge a move when he's on the apron, so that's something. One day Hobbs he's gonna spo- the wrestle. <laughs> that stupid tank top. Yeah. Hobbs spine buster and gets the pin. So yeah. Yeah. So we're having a show, I would say so far. It's fine. Oh, God, this part. That loud mouth old man with poor Scorpio Sky and even more poor Ethan look, Page. Look, with their careers I, again, being ruined. I will always remember this. When he first did this promo and, and, and Lance Archer came out to beat him up, I thought this was that was a really cool thing. Every time they show this Dan Lambert now, I'm just get, going more and more asking why. Why do we need I, the voice of Boomer Wrestling in RAEW <laughs> saying how great the, the rest of the world was and make wrestling great again. Why do we need that voice? Okay. But here's here's another of many, many problems okay. I have with this. But let's just focus on one okay. problem I have with it right now. I like Scorpio Sky, and I think Ethan Page has great potential. I do too. Everything he says, these two aren't the guys I know, behind him. Because like these the are two little guys, him. and he just said, Demolition. oh, they're little guys. Yeah, I know. Oh, you know who should... You know who should be behind him? Um, uh, like Fetch the, Bar and and Crusher Man or, from WWE. Or Bear Country or... Crowbar uh, and a Mace. Yes, I know. Yes. T-Bar. Yes, Crowbar. T-Bar. Yes, there's a lot of other things, guys, that could be behind him. That that big Caesar Bononi guy, other guys. There's other people. <laughs> you could put Bononi 
bologna and um <laughs> and cheese no and um camarado with him and that would make way more sense this this seeing him with these two little guys and his complaints don't match up yes and every week it gets worse and i know eventually it's going to lead to some match i want to see where they get beat up but i now i'm starting to lose interest in the story or, you know okay not that i want to see him in AEW, but somebody like ryback yes i know like not only a big guy right I, that the fans could hate he'd be matched up with lambert yes yeah. yes just one problem I have with that loud mouth. Big, okay, I know he's an impact, but big Cass. Yes. W. Marcy. Yes. yes. There you go. Like that. Yep. Yep. A uh, video of Matt Hardy who's really upset and he wants a hair versus hair match at Orange Cassidy. And Orange Cassidy says, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yep. Back in MJF comes out to the ring. Listen, this is a long thing. He just heals it up on Cincinnati. He says offensive things like cause, I guess that's, I don't know the relations here. Is it Brian Pillman's daughter? It's Brian Pillman's daughter, meaning Pillman Jr.'s sister. Yeah. Okay. Calls her 16 and pregnant. Threatens Aunt Linda we met earlier. So whatever. It's all, listen. It's all the things, but here's the thing. Some people were excited that this was nice and shocky and all that. To me... And that whole thing he was doing with mid, mid it's mid, mum-mum-mum-mid. I think that this is MJF's weakest work ever. I didn't like it. It's... I get, listen, slow, I totally understand. hanging fruit. I know, and I understand cheap Pete, and I get it. But for me, like two things landed out of seven. That's not good. I'm not saying I didn't laugh, but it's two out of seven is not great. To me, it was like you can have a rapper like Chuck D who is going to rap about like really interesting, good things. Yes. Or you can have another rapper who's just doing the whole thing. I got money. I got women. Yes. Which they could do that to a good beat and they could be a good rapper and it can sound good, but it's still low hanging fruit. There's and it's not right. And there might not be content there. Art. Yeah, there's no. It content. can be fun. So, yeah, it's just. But a, no. It's just it's just a bunch of insults so Brian Pillman can come out because it's or Cincinnati. Listen, <laughs> best friends wrestling. I don't like that. I don't like family guys wrestling. Yeah. Now I don't like we're just so tuned towards the city we're in, whether it be Chicago or Cincinnati. Well, and believe me, if you want to be tuned to a city, do not pick Cincinnati. Oh God. No, I know. Any, why? He said why all the things about how been, horrible it is. Oh, Cincinnati's the worst. Okay, but. Here's what I didn't like about this part. MJF was just th- basically threatening Pillman's family and calling them the worst things you could do. And Pillman comes out and he's like, yeah, my fans. Why isn't he mad at all? Because he's not good. And he's he a rookie. That's why he's green. Of this because, I know. Because it's hometown. No one cares. This hometown stuff doesn't work on TV. I also, don't the like two... It. The two hometown... We're going to talk about this on Rampage, but the two hometown guys is confusing. Yes. I'm not... Listen, and people are going to make fun of me and say, well, is that confusing? It's just two different people that are from... It's... It, it just... I don't want to say it waters down the show. <sighs> Maybe one of those things should have been a dark match. How about that? Should Brian Pillman be on this show? Period. Um, I want him to succeed and I want him to do better, but right now... Uh, I don't know. Also, as long as we're pointing out flaws, MJF just lost for the first time to Chris Jericho. 
And he instead just comes out here and insults Brian Pillman. I don't know. Yes, we've moved on real quick. Yes. So they fight and he tells he tells Wardler something like, oh, are you going to help me out this time since you didn't at the. uh, Yeah, I like when he when he gets on Wardlow. He can nothing happens from it. Uh, Right. Because that's the perfect thing is you bully Wardlow for years because you boss him around and then eventually he's bigger than you. So he beats you up. It's wonderful how AEW doesn't feel the need to pull the trigger in like two seconds and ruin everything. Or like WWE would tell us, oh, he was insulting him behind the scenes. Look it up on YouTube. Yep. I know they would. So yeah, they fight, they beat up Brian and Brian's partner comes out and they beat up both the teams, the both the guys on the team. So, yeah. Yeah. That okay. sure existed. Ruby Soho versus Jamie Hayter. She has Britt Baker and Rebel with her. Oh my God. Larry. Taz first first Taz is all like, Tony, why do you like us so much? Are you on our like payrolls? <laughs> okay. I guess we've all been kinda asking that. We're told this is an important match. Is it though? Whatever. Some weird spots that I don't feel good talking about. Okay, I'm gonna like Ruby. I'm gonna. Rusty like Rusty Soho. Soho. I'm sorry. I, I, I think she's great. But what happened to her since she was in WWE? She is like I this match sucked. How many times did they mess up? The one time I thought they were gonna die. Okay? They stacked up on each other and they just flopped to the mat face first. That's not And you know, this is the I thing. meant to do that. I I saw some people talking, Whoa, what's up with the Jamie Hater? This was both people not being that Yes, it match. was both. You have to call a spade a spade. I like Ruby bo- Listen, Ruby. and I really like both of them. But this so, match was I, a turn. I, like, I think Hater's look, now that she changed her look, she looks even more kind of, I'm scary and yes. I'm just here to beat up people. Yep. So I like that a lot. <clears throat> I like both of them, but <sighs> my God, this match sucks. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. I Excalibur would have been here. Maybe he would know what Ruby's finisher was because no one does. Because... It's the riot kick, but can they call it that? No. Well, they so. obviously have. I bet. She, I know the minute she was hired in AW, she came up with it. I know she name. did. But why don't any of the announcers know it? I Ruby know. wins, of course. Because none of the announcers are going to do the work that Excalibur does ever. Heels attack. Riho <clears> saves <throat> them. But then the heels, but the heels beat her up. So Statlander comes out with a chair. And then JR's great thing here is he's oh, ruby ruby her name ruby ruby don't take her love to town <laughs> oh my god outside of no one knowing what you're referencing why <laughs> what does that have to do with? i don't know thing? i i thought it was like a prostitute joke and i know it wasn't one Kinda. but go listen yeah well, isn't that what that song is about i i don't know if jr meant it like that but he sure said it how about that ftr which is wheeler and harwood with Tully Blanchard and Wardlow's there, I guess, too. And Sean Spears. He's wow, so the pinnacle exists? Versus, yeah. Huh. Versus the Dark Order, Evil Uno, <laughs> Stu Grayson, and John Silver. They have Coke yeah. Van and Tin, so have we were inside, so at least you got lots of people outside. Yeah. Earlier today, Marvez talked with the Dark Order, and they couldn't even get along long enough to do an interview. They argue, and then the women of the Dark Order, which I don't think Anna Jay and Ty Conti are not both in the Dark Order. Anna J is, and then Ty Conti was like going to join, and then Anna J got injured. That's what happened. Okay, what but but now in. that the Dark Order are faces, Ty Conti's in there by default, I guess, or at least uh, she's Dark Order adjacent. How about that? 
So the ladies come in, they're like, get your crap together, boys. So, okay, I usually don't give AW crap for redundancy um, or being redundant or being from the redundancy department of redundancy, but why do we need that if we got the end of the match? What? Okay, so I, get, tell me the rest. So JR calls and he says, when I was a referee in my day, it's bad. That was funny, though, because Tony is the best. And he goes, yeah, you were my uh, my grandmother's favorite referee. <laughs> that was awesome. Okay, that's the little snippets that, yeah, you could live with if it wasn't the entire show. Yes, yes. Uh, JR does point out, he says, oh, the problem with uh, this whole uh, Dark Order thing, there's no leader, no clear-cut leader. So we're they setting this up. They're setting like it up for Bray Wyatt, it sounds like, to me. Or, or they're setting it up to fantasy book Bray Wyatt. Correct. Maybe something better. Whatever they're going to do. It's mm-hmm. a story. I like it. Yeah. Uh, Silver's doing well. And then Uno and Silver hit heads, literally. Yep. And Pinnacle's wrestling like a team. So Pinnacle wins. Spears pins yes. Silver. Dark Order, it all breaks down. They kind of fight each other. And the ladies come out again to try to get them all to do. And Dark Order Taz says, Dark Order is messy. So messy. We don't run a sloppy shop. <laughs> but they do okay packaged about a ladies bad the ladies battle royal so wait a minute wait, 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 before that what? you have to mention anna jay and ty come out and do the same exact thing they did in the earlier today yes that's what i said the ladies come out and try yes but the point is we have to just have to point out that it was very redundant and weird that Redundant and weird that AEW would do something like that. We have a limited amount of time and a gigantic roster, and we are wasting time showing something twice. That's all. Yeah, it was exactly. We don't have time for that. As uh, as as confirmed by the end of the show. Tony talks to Tully Blanchard. Tully yells. He's like, I don't like Sting. I don't like Darby. And Sean Spears is going to wrestle Darby Allen. And I'm going to wrestle Sting maybe sort of kind of eventually what? maybe somewhere. What? Do you want Tully Blanchard versus Sting? I because I don't. Maybe I don't, a tag I, match. I, How could they, he just have a singles match with Sting? I don't want to see Tully wrestle anyone just because I don't want to see Tully die. <sighs> Good God. Sammy Guevara does this card thing during the commercial about what's happened this summer and everything. Back when we were in the trainer room. Oh, and hmm. Brian Pillman has an update on his partner. And the update is, unfortunately, his partner's dad is still alive, so he's not going to get a push. Uh, Pillman wants MJF in a match. Whatever. Max yes, Casper. but where? Where does he want that match? Next week? No, in New York. At the tennis stadium. That's next week, ain't it? That's two weeks. What's well, next week? Uh, something. I don't know. It's like okay. the 22nd well, thought, or something. We're only on the, the 13th. one after Rampage because I'm like, why not on Rampage? No, no because we're on the 13th, right? So this week's Dynamite is on the 15th. Then it's one on the 22nd is the one that's New York. That's where originally people thought that Brian Danielson was going to debut. Huh. So that, yeah, New York's not this week. You know what? I don't want it happening anywhere because I'm over Yeah. Max I know Caster. you're technically right if you say next week because it's... But it's not next show. It's two weeks away. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Well, I'm wrong. Max Caster and Anthony Bowens 
Oh, yeah. oh the acclaim. They, yeah, yeah. Max Caster and Anthony Bowens walk into the training room and they're like, hey, we talked to Tony Khan and you we're going to have a match with us, Brian Roman Friday on Rampage because. OK, wow. Really? This hmm. is a lot of Pillman. A lot of Pillman. Yeah, but they're going to record this Rampage immediately after Dynamite, though. So but as far as a one-night story for the live crowd, that makes sense. No, no, no. I understand that part. Yeah. But you know what? Dark matches are for, for hometown. I know. This I know that. Way too much hometown stuff. I know. In the ring, Tony Schiavone interviews the entire elite. Okay, this their... segment was amazing. Yeah, there's good stuff tonight. Uh, Don Callis talks about how PWI said uh, that Kenny Omega was number one again. Yep. One of the old bucks is dressed like an old lady, and the other one has a ridiculous nose ring. Yep. And I the really chain like how on they're it. getting yeah. the He has the chain on his nose. And they're like introducing the newest elite guy, and Adam Cole comes out. <clears throat> Wonderful. And, he gets his own entrance perfect. And, and serious Adam Cole looks like Shawn, Shawn Michaels. So, Yep. It all works for me. Adam tells Tony, don't be looking at Britt <gasps> Baker. I'll Whoa. punch you out. So Whoa. That's funny. <laughs> okay. And then Adam Cole makes his first promo, and it's perfectly good and doesn't make him a member in the background of a team makes him seem like a new guy in the in the company who just happens it to be with It totally makes him seem great and makes the poor poor good brothers seem like nothing. Yeah, he's like Kenny Omega, best of the world. They just got the right. look that that's the best tag team ever and and I'm good too. Let's he doesn't even it. mention and the good brothers. He doesn't even and go and the rest. These guys have beat are wrestling in four different companies. Yes. And, Beating everyone. Oh, my God. They're in multiple companies at once. You could watch them on different shows across companies during the week. No mention of that. Just we totally ignore them. Wow. That was rude. So Kenny's going to talk, but he's interrupted by Daniel Bryanson. Brian Daniel. <laughs> yes. Brendan Sign. I knew you were going to have a hard time with this one, but yeah. It is going to be tough. I know. Uh, Omega makes everybody leave except him and I like Brian that. Danielson. I like that so much. And they stare at each other. And then Brian Danielson just takes the mic and he says, hey, everybody, you want to see us fight? That's like, awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Brian Danielson says, the problem is you think you're good, but you secretly know I'm better than you. And let's fight. And he puts a LaBelle lock on. So you're like, but oh. before, But before that, remember what happens. Brandy Rhodes comes out and she's like, sorry, Brian Danielson. You're, I think the cops are coming. You're a B-plus <laughs> player and you suck and you are no good. <laughs> and you cannot wrestle here because you are small. Oh, wait, that would never happen in this company. Sorry. I got that mixed up. This is a company where I'm begging to watch Pac wrestle. I know. <laughs> I know. Uh, uh, the elite come back in. They're like, ah, attack, attack. But then Christian, Luchasaurus, and Jungle Boy, and Marco Stunt come out with Frankie Gazarian. It's like, everybody fight. And then Brian Cutler's left to get up beat up by <laughs> You mean Brandon? Yes. Brandon Cutler, Brian. Ah. Uh, so here was what I was most excited for this week in wrestling. Couldn't wait. Couldn't wait. John Moxley versus Minoru Suzuki. Yep. Right. Okay. So I really am excited. I was like, eh, there's not a lot of time left. There's enough time. There's enough time. I thought. Yeah. Yeah. Suzuki comes out and his song doesn't go the whole way. Oh my god! He's like, you know how he does New Japan. He just puts his. He keeps uh, up with the beat with his hand, like he's. Up, 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 I'm doing it like you could see me, but this is not Smart Wrestling Fan Live. So, um, And he's just getting the crowd into the clap and getting ready to sing. And he starts to do that, and they just cut him off. Not happy. Okay. The crowd is very confused. 
Taz is upset because oh my Suzuki god, he has a towel on his head. Oh my I god, he's got the towel towel on his head. I invented that. He hacked me. I remember the days I put. I one remember day that I put a towel. I was the first head. one ever. This is the thing. Taz Suzuki's been around for like a hundred years. I invented <laughs> towels. Oh good god. Uh, okay, it Taz does go picture in picture, which is good, except. Suzuki's best work is during picture in picture. Oh my god. How could they do that to us? And the problem with this match is that the whole match, I'm like, I don't know if there's enough time for this. I don't know if there's enough time. Instead of enjoying the match, I'm worried that uh, I didn't like that. He goes for a gotcha pile driver, Suzuki does, and Moxley, a paradigm twist, paradigm shift. (laughs) Suzuki's bleeds, no pins from Suzuki. He's going to, but then Suzuki takes multiple clotheslines. A big drop kick. Suzuki is crazy blood, which this is this is good. And punch and okay, was it a paradigm shipper shift or was it some weird underhook drop thing? Because okay, so paradigm shift is the double underhook DDT, which yes. was the second version of the dirty deeds, which used to be a like what Bailey does, which is the rose plant, but the Death Rider which is from New Japan's version of Moxley, you bring them up and sometimes they go on their head and sometimes they flip over. So this was more like the original way the Death Rider looked. But either way, Suzuki didn't take it right, so it kind of looked like a a baby suplex, which wasn't that good. And it's a shame because that's the finish and then Suzuki's done and Suzuki hardly had any time at all. So they and made what he this. Did have was yeah. in during commercial and com- picture and picture. Right, and that's a shame. So guess what? So uh, right, say so. Right now, I'm like, I'm thinking, well, I was a little disappointed in this match. Very disappointed. Not to be match. too mean about it. They must have ran out of time. And then Moxie celebrates with the home crowd for like. I know, four and that minutes, was the plan, and that's that's a shame. So they made this into a story after hearing such negative feedback online. And Tony Khan has now made, uh, they, uh, Suzuki and Lance Archer did a promo and they don't like being disrespected. So Moxley and a tag team partner, we want you next week. So this is good. Hey, you know what? If Lance Archer started a Suzuki goon, America, yes. Oh, I would. I he wish would, might be my favorite wrestler in uh, uh, AEW. That'd be amazing. I wish they would do that. Yeah, so so there you go. That's your uh, that's your dynamite. But I just was really. And then when they lose, if he loses a match, Suzuki comes over and punishes them. Oh my god, I would love it. <laughs> so this so this it's unfortunate. Like two weeks for two weeks, their scaredy's coming. Oh. I would love it. But Larry, this whole dynamite was weird. It was just like it it got away with everything because it was after a hot pay per view. But it really it, did it really some did. things really wrong. So. It was not even in my top 10 favorite dynamites. No Probably way. Not How many dynamites have there been? That you really didn't 50? like or love? Like No, I'm saying total in, in the history. It's two years worth, 100 of them. Yeah, two years worth. So, yeah. 100 of them, it was probably in the lower 20%. Ooh. Lower half. There's always a lower half. Yeah. You might not see it, but it's there. There was good stuff. There Didn't sure was. Okay. But that it's again, it got away with murder because it came off of a hot show. But let's give AEW its props. Still has never wasted my time. No, even even at AEW's worst, I still enjoy it more than than a lot of other shows. Best they are. It's the best they could do. Um, And I'm not saying it's perfect, as I just told you with this review. But um, let me read an email about AEW because I think I have one. I have them here. 
And this one says, Ian. Oh, Ian writes in. Sorry. It says, "Smart, Dear Smart Wrestling Friends, if I'd... Oh, my God. Awesome. I just got another email, and this looks great. Um, Dear Smart Wrestling Friends, if I'd written this email after Dynamite on Wednesday, I'd have been saying this was a bad week for AWTV. Um, oh, but this is... Oh, you know what? I have to save it. You're right. It's Rampage. Whoops. That's my fault. So instead... We are going to read this one from the stocky gentleman. It says, Dear Joe, my four-year-old daughter, who has never seen Paw Patrol, but had the toothpaste and a face mask of them. Okay, so you buy the merch because it's like whatever. It's on sale at Target or whatever. It just says Paw Patrol on it, but you don't know what it is. They asked me to sing the Paw Patrol song. Me never having seen... Oh my God, this is amazing. Me also never having seen the show. On the spot, sang Wrestling Man's Grumpy Cat, of course, which is to the tune of Thundercats, swapping out Grumpy Cat with Paw Patrol. Jump cut to... This is incredible. Jump cut to today and my fiancé asking me, who's Harley Race and why is our four-year-old daughter singing songs about him? (laughs) Love the show. Keep up the good work. Stocky gentlemen. Wow. That's one of my favorite emails ever. It is. That's incredible. <laughs> I, I, I love it. Oh. <laughs> Imagine that's I, you the... know what I love. Okay. You know what else I love totally off the top this, this subject is. <laughs> yeah. You remember when we were kids and yeah. you would get the weird presents and you had no. I- that's that was my thing about Star Wars action figures. Why they were so great. You would get Walrus Man, and you really didn't know. I mean, he was in there for, what, 30 seconds? Yeah, yeah. But So this kid has Paw Patrol stuff and has to make a whole world around it. How great yep. is that? It's incredible, and I She's love it. She's having so much more fun with her Paw Patrol my stuff than favorite, any other Paw Patrol kid. Favoritest emails. Oh, my God. Well, you just made my day, so that was, that was good. Um, <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> So then the normal emails about Dynamite are about actually about Rampage, so we have to wait. So Which is good because Which is fine. Yeah. <laughs> but because our excuse me, review system is flawed now that Oh my god, Burp, excuse me. Now that uh AW has two shows. Yeah. Well the only other gets, option is one of us covers WWE and one covers uh a- and that's w, that certainly not, not fair. fair. No, that's not fair. No one would be so, happy with that one. Well, one person. So let's see be. what happened on SmackDown. Yeah, let's see what would happen on SmackDown. Okay. Uh, in memory of Fink. No. And September 10th. Remember the tragedy of September 10th? I do. I didn't get my Nintendo GameCube. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah, I ordered it from Japan and I didn't get it right away. And I was very upset. Let me tell you, I got a lot of complaining to do about that, and I'm not going to do any of it. Let me just say, it takes a lot of space to, throughout this night, constantly t- be talking about September 11th, when your next pay-per-view in October is coming from Saudi Arabia, where you're you're not taking the big money from... Uh, oh, who else took money from Saudi Arabia? Oh, that's right, the, the hijackers. That's... Yeah, okay. There's wow, a lot to be there's a lot of bad to be said. But again, we don't have to say it all. You you because you already know. So you 
You, you already know. Yeah. Uh, ben, it's all about how Vince saved America after 9-11. It's, it's to the point of like lore and legend of d- disgust and disgustingness because the, again, the lore has been since WWE was the, did, did this back in uh, September 11th, 2001, um, when the, the tragedy happened and then, you know, there was no, there were no flights, there was no, you know, deliveries, UPS, everything shut down for a while. And while we figured out what to do and Vince back then was like, well, we're, we have to show people that the show must go on. And he, at home, he said, Linda, we have to show people that the money must go on. And it's still disgusting to this day, 20 years later. And we know that they didn't do that to make people feel good or whatever. It's, it was money. Give me a break. Please stop. Please stop with this 20 year lie. It'll never end. I know it'll never end. It doesn't end here. So, uh, USA chant. Speaking of tragedies. Yeah. Football head is back because oh, yeah. we come back from the 9-11 stuff and football head says this line on 9-11, 9-11, a bunch of holes of, what does that even a, mean? He called them a bunch of holes of A's. Yes. Butts. Yes. Is that, what is, he's so stupid. I mean, we just, even if you admit him and, and like him, you're wrong and he's stupid. I know. He's just dumb. A bunch of holes of ass. What? Yes, I know. It's the stupidest thing. But he says stupid things from beginning to end. Oh, yeah. He's off. Roman Reigns, Paul Heyman, and the Usos come out. Roman Reigns' shoes are flags because you see he's a heel. Listen, I know everyone wants to play your character. No. Hate faces. Remember, remember. Hating cancer. I know, Our remember, should, Larry, you should like cancer. We're going to keep talking over each other. Remember that Christmas episode, the holiday episode of Walking Dead? All the zombies were wearing Santa hats. Remember? Mm-hmm. <sighs> it's not true. Now I want that. Uh, now, Roman's coming out. They're talking about how the Usos are going to have a tag match later tonight with the Street Profits. They are. And we're told that's why those championship contender matches are important. They won by but, DQ. And they're also... And also, most of the time, they never lead to yeah, anything, like don't. Shotzi and Knox. Or, Three wins. Or infinite other ones, yes. Roman says the whole bit about, hey, wise man, who uh, owns Love sports it. entertainment? And Love it. WDU. So, anyway, it comes around to, I guess, Roman runs Madison Square Garden. Listen, the whole hook tonight is they're really going to try tonight. They might have start out, instead of 9-11, been like, remember when WWE was good? We're going to try that again. <laughs> yeah, that would have been, yeah. Because that's what they're doing. They're like, we're in Madison Square Garden. Look, look at us. And also, didn't uh, AEW just run in New York? Yeah, but they, they this is, yeah, this is, the whole point is, yes. They, w, the AEW is going to have Arthur Ashe and get like the highest rating ever. And WWE has to fight them at every chance they get, so. So speaking of pulling out all the stops. Without them being Brock, competition. Yeah. Brock Lesnar, the redneck lumberjack, comes out. <laughs> he does. And it is funny because he comes in and Paul's like, listen, listen, of all the titles to go for, what are you doing here? Why are you <laughs> and I, I I like this Brock. 
He's he's a smart caveman. This Brock is awesome. This Roman's awesome. This Heyman's awesome. This is all good. Yeah, Brock goes, hey, uh, listen, Paul, I don't mean to, but I just have one question. Why didn't you tell Roman I was going to be at SummerSlam? Oh! Why does the crowd chanting they have to beep out so much? You effed up. You effed oh, up, but without F, they're actually cursing. So they have to bleep it out for about 30 seconds because Fox does not want that on their uh, on their pristine network. Yeah, Fox doesn't want anything. Uh, Paul claims, that, I didn't know. I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't know. And then Roman takes the belt from Paul and leaves. Oh. With the but then Paul's like, oh. Okay, Brock, I understand. I'm, and then he, he does this whole, my name is Paul Heyman, which is a great, funny moment. He nervously football. lapses into advocate mode for Lesnar so he doesn't get murdered. This was so amazing. So good until football head yells, the chameleon's back. Who is the oh chameleon? And why are you talking during this? I think he means Big Show. <laughs> he was a baby, a giant baby in a diaper. He was. Why? I don't know. Why Brock says, Everybody's Taz. And Brock is hilarious here. Brock says, hey, uh, before Roman fires you, oh my God. can you at least accept my challenge? Oh, my God. That's awesome. Because you got five seconds and he counts down. So he's going to F5. But no, Roman comes out with Usos to save. And my God. So Roman leaves. The Usos start to get beat up. Football head yells, Brock looks like he ate Brock Lesnar, the bigger Brock Lesnar. What? What does that mean? I don't know. The biggest meat, leaner Brock Lesnar. He did, so he's so leaner. He got fit and then ate himself. But he, I don't know what. <laughs> I don't know. He's so dumb. Brock chases everybody off. Everybody off. I want to enjoy this. And then football is like, he's wider than a Texas Longhorn. What? Where is the, where are we? New York? Yes. Why, Brock? I don't know. All these tag teams are arguing in the back. Ugh, we'll see where this goes. <laughs> the blood, the bloodline is walking. So I guess that's their name now. So that's going to be the whole Roman Reigns group. Yep. Kayla is ignored. Paul ignores Paul's claims that he doesn't know. And it's like, what is, what is going to happen? Paul's don't, okay. Rome. Real quick, I have to say, I absolutely love the relationship between Kayla and Paul. It's the best thing on TV. It's it's funny because Paul makes it funny. It's so good. <laughs> Paul, and, and it's funny because Paul's playing upon that thing that we always say. We have said for years that the backstage interviewers are be, kind of being jerks. Yes. And Paul's like, you're kind of being a jerk. Yep. And Paul says, Roman will say you know, the answer whenever he feels like it. When he, it's time, whatever. Yeah. Uh, tag team garbage match. Well, hold on. He I turns around. Write down who's in this. I didn't even write down who's in this. Yeah. Um. Oh. Uh. One side. Everybody's already in the ring. I think most people are already yeah. in the ring. Anyway. One side. Uh. Dolphin Rude, Sami Zayn, and an Alpha Academy. No. Just Otis and Apollo Crews. Yeah, Sorry. Because, because, just Otis. Uh, because now Gable's there can only be one game. Yeah. Commander Atari is outside. That's two people yes. inside right now. Okay, and they're going against Boogs and Nakamura, Ray and Dominic, and Big E. There's the team. So Kevin Owens, he's dead. So Sammy does the mic work. And he says, I love New York. And he has a bunch of New York gear. And he says, yeah. I have a special guest, T-R-A-E Young. Trey? Yeah. Okay, whatever. 
So, so Trey Young is there, and that's he's the enemy of New York. I don't know. Listen, I understand sports fans know who this is, but the commentators have to explain to us New York hates this guy. Yuck, yuck. And I'm like, okay, that's nice. Sammy makes fun of the crowd and does the arm thing that you okay. do. That's and, not good. Okay, I know. I know that's bad, but when Sammy's being annoying over and and ruining the Boogs song and Nakamura song, Football Head sings a song to that music about how Sammy Zayn ruins moments. Is like is that irony? I don't know that. So that's in, Inception. Is that the movie where I, everything is? I is how is Football Head that self not self aware, non self aware, non sentient? What is he? He's an idiot. How is he that stupid? He may be the dumbest person I've ever. Seen. I think you might be right. So now, now the basketball head is out there at ringside. The bad guys have three people in their corner. Yes, they do, and the, and they keep talking to each other. Yeah. So match, match. The basketball head guy. He tries to cheat, and they send him in the back. He the, okay, wait, no, he doesn't try. He does cheat. He's choking Rey Mysterio, grabbing at Rey Mysterio, and the referee sees it happen. There's no like, oh, he's not looking, and then he gets caught. Sort of. He. He's cheating. This should be over. This match should be over. This is Devil dumb. 619, big ending. Sammy gets pinned. Wow. Please go somewhere, Sammy, and take your mask, please. Yes, he will. I, w- I don't know if I've ever wanted to write more for any wrestler besides Sammy Zayn and Kevin Owens. When I know that. To AEW. We're gonna, and we're going to get it. We're going to get so it. so much fun. We're getting it. It's going to happen. Uh, Kayla's back there, and she talks to Big E. And Big E says, you know, I can do, I can, t-. she says, you can do any champ at any time. And Big E says, you already what? know what's next for me. I, I do. Do you have any idea at this point what's next for Big E? He says, he, I might show up on Raw. Yeah. Might show up on Raw. So then how would I know what's next? I don't know. That's not anything. And- but then he hints again that he might be out there tonight. I don't. Yeah, I know. Bianca Belair is so happy coming out when we go to commercial. I hate how she has to be. She's so happy to be a loser. I love it. Oh my god. She's the bad. female Kofi because Vince yeah. can see that in her. Uh talk about nine one one organizations, yeah, is, not charities. I'm nope. Ugh. Organizations Bianca, and yeah, never mind. Forget it. Bianca Belair is out there with Adam Pierce and Sonya Deville. It's a contract signing. And Football Head goes, contract signings are the best. Football Head's Taz. But yes, contract signings are the best, he says with all sincerity. Uh, Bianca <laughs> says she used to respect Becky, but now she doesn't, even though she's a mom. I Can we please stop? I don't know how many kids the I, male wrestlers have. I never heard anybody say Seth is... I used to respect Seth, and even though, though he's a dad now, I don't. Yeah. She says Becky runs from fights now, has no respect for her. For yeah. they, they said, they're during the contract thing. Football head says, "Let me sign my name there," and then he says, "This is going very smooth." What? Shut up! Just wow. stop saying random stupid things. Becky comes out, 
in a coat that might as well say on the back, Thrift seriously, store. I'm a heel. I'm, yeah, I I'm know. honestly it's, a heel now. It's her Macklemore gear, and she wore this before <laughs> when she was trying to be a jokey face, like a jerky, jokey face. Yes, she might as well have a t-shirt that says, I'm a heel now, and I don't understand this this character. Who is this for? I don't know. She says she says that she's going to take she's going to get rid of those 26 seconds of regret is yeah. at extreme rules. I don't know what that means. I don't either, but um well, I mean I know what it means, but it just doesn't I, how's that going to work? Um why does she keep calling Bianca Belair Esther? I didn't notice that. She's said it multiple shows now. Oh great. What does that mean? Is that a like a joke of some kind? Last time I checked, Bianca Belair's real name is Bianca and not Esther. So I don't know. She calls her Florida. Florida. That's what uh, I kept thinking. Yeah, me too. Then when you said Esther. <clears throat> That's exactly uh, what I thought. Oh, we've done this too long. Uh-huh. Becky. Becky claims she was that uh, Esther was starstruck. Yep. And she says, that's no shame. You you are starstruck around me like these regular people out here. Boy, she really pours it on, too. She's like, I don't like you, crowd. She's like, remember, I see what I did with my slow heel turn? First, I had a baby. Then you cheered for me. Then I came back and cheap-shotted your favorite. Then I acted like I was the face and there was something wrong with you. And now this week... I'm really a heel. Yes, congratulations. You did it in more than one step. WWE usually doesn't give us one step with the heel turns. They usually don't even show it. I'm not saying it's good. I'm saying congratulations. You you figured out how to do it over more than one day. That's all. So, yeah, Becky says, hey, I have a baby at home. Yeah, great. (laughs) I heard the rumor. So Becky does sign it, and I put so Becky is a stale heel. Yeah, because why did she sign it? She says, I don't. I might not sign it. What happens if I don't sign it? I'll sign it. I would love to find out what happens. <laughs> yes. Because she ra- he, she let me tell you. The question, and I because here's the problem with this segment. What happens if I don't sign it? You should sign it. That's not an answer. And then Bianca repeating herself like a lunatic. Just sign it. It was like. Becky was bullied into it by a bunch of faces. I don't understand what just happened. That should not work uh, on a heel. Recap of Seth and Edge. Yeah. Come back. Paul's on the phone. The tank girls only exist to oh pester Paul. God. They're like, do you need a ride? And he's like, is this taxis in New York now? And that's it. That's their segment. They are owed a tag title shot, and they haven't even been on TV in forever, and this is their segment. But better than that, where's Tony Storm that last week was in love with Odin? Well, who was she in love with last week? Dolph. How could you forget? No. Oh, who no. was she in she love with? Boogs. Sorry. Boogs. I thought you meant who was Tony bugging Storm? her. Got it. <sighs> Kayla is bullies Paul, too. And he says, you know what, Kayla, you want a story? Tonight, Roman Reigns is going to answer Brock's challenge. And then Biggie is a joke. Biggie's like, ha, 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 I'm here. But I just love, I love how nervous Paul is. Well, that's, okay, Paul's the good thing. But this He's joke Biggie. I know. He's totally doing the, the nervous Ralph Cramden, and it's amazing. 
uh, Seth Rollins against Edge. Now you say it all disgruntled, but I loved this match. No, I, I'm, I'm, I'm building up to it because right now, when I write this, I am so upset about the whole thing. I know we I, don't need it again. I, it seemed now by the time the match is over, I'm like, why is this not on a paper? Yes, this was better. I thought this was better than SummerSlam. Oh my God, there's no comparison. I loved this match. So uh, yeah, I don't want to see this match. I hate it. I'm, I'm so. Football head tells us that you can learn. As much from a first loss as a loss. Oh, my God. I don't know. Match to match match. <laughs> uh, this match tells a story. It sure does. Unfortunately, Football Head ruins the story by constantly saying, oh, oh Edge had to go to a dark place. Is, it, is Edge going to a dark place? Edge is in a dark place now. I wonder if he'll go to the dark place. Please Edge, stop. He knows the dark. What? It's just buckle bomb from Seth. Spirit of Seth, no. Uh, freaking football head constantly keeps telling us we're having Sunday night matches on Friday. Oh my god! Low That's blood nice. edge. Edge keeps kicking, taking kicks from Seth, but he, he just stares and won't go down. It's and like Seth his is, neck is broken or he's concussed. This is amazing. Seth says, "Why don't you die?" That's and good. And and then Edge gets stomped. And he looks like he's dead. And yep. Seth wins. And Seth looks like, oh, my God, what's going on? What here? have I done? Yes. Edge is really hurt. And EMTs come down. And Cole says, we feared this ever since Edge returned to WWE. It's so somber. Like, they broke his neck and it's over. His career's over. So we come back. Edge is getting put in an ambulance. And Cole again says, we feared this all along. And then robot commentator, come, the interviewer comes oh up. Oh, my says, God. Hey, hey, Seth. <clears throat> How do you feel with your emotions? And Seth is like, <laughs> I feel, I don't, I do, I don't feel any. Do I feel any? How do you feel? And she goes, can, cannot, com, no, cannot compute feelings. I love this How segment. Feels. I just, first of all, it's Seth Rollins playing a concussion victim here <clears throat> also. But just, I love that he's like, I, I don't know. I'm not sure how I'm supposed to. Why is this not a... Pay-per-view match. I don't know, but this was awesome. Now, the only problem I have with this is when Becky, if you remember when Becky left to have a baby, Rollins did this already. And he did it in a way that made you think he's going to have, all of a sudden, he's going to feel bad about stuff. And then they dropped it. And then he was poking guys' eyes out and doing these horrible things. And they forgot about it. And then one time he fought Cesaro and attacked him. And then he's like, I don't know, I just blacked out. And it seems like we're doing something with it, but now they're doing it again. Now I can't if they don't but do this anything is with the this. Best they've done. This is this was Rollins at his best as far as a promo goes. I know not everybody agrees with that, but I thought it was the freshest thing he's done in forever. Even though some of it was copy pasted, if this leads to something, I just I don't know. This whole match and this ending, I really liked. This match was a great pay per view match, non title <laughs> feud match. Yep. But whatever. Oh, in his lair, Roman Reigns talks to the Usos, and Roman says to Paul, he says, we saved you, Paul. Paul's like, yeah, I appreciate it. And then Roman says, why didn't you tell me, Paul? And Paul's like, doesn't answer. Mm. So who knows what's going on here? No, we don't know, and they purposely can't. I I hate to think that they purposely aren't answering it because they don't know yet. I, I don't like that, but I do like that Heyman is good enough at this that he can pull this off. Some more 9-11 talk. And then tag team title match. Street Profits against the champs, the Usos. Uh, uh, oh, God. Football, Football Head seems to street... think that 
Yeah. He says the street prophets would do anything to get into the bloodline, like be related to the rock. I don't. Yeah. What does that mean? And also, wait, what? And also, aren't they trying to win the title? I'm so confused here. Um, But also, football head thinks every shoe is an Air Force One now. Everybody. Oh, yes. No matter what shoe you wear, it's Air Force One to him. And what is, which one of the street prophets lost his shoe? Montez Ford. They yeah. started chanting one shoe. shoe. It's, yeah. it's, it's funny. Of course, we can't hear the end of football head. Uh, then, then he jumps out of the ring, and we're told by football head, he cleared the top rope by five feet when he dived That's, out of the Wow, ring. then he'd be dead. Yeah. Paul and Roman landed, watch a match wow. from, the, from up on the red. But then they come down, and Roman interferes DQ. He wow. also beat the faces. Roman takes the mic. Roman says, he's yeah, you know what, Brock? I will beat you up after I beat up Finn Balor. But, oh, no, lights go out and everything. And the demon is back, but there's way too much smoke, and I can't really see him. Well, the thing but, is, yeah. I knew he was coming back anyway, but there, there was so much fog machine action going on at the early angles when the lights were on that you could see it. You could see him. He was telegraphed like a minute or two early. Wow. Well, you kind of knew this was going to happen. No, I know it was going to yeah. Well, you so didn't know. I had to tell other. you about it. Yeah, they just stare at each other. Larry, you missed it. Like, Walter, last week. I know, I know. Okay. I know I but, um, so what happens now? Demon, he goes crazy and kills everybody, right? Because he's the demon, right? No, they stare. They stare, and he's outnumbered, and they don't show anything, and he looks like a tiny baby compared to them. And I know the next match. And we also, right, so we know about Brock. Why do we care about the demon then? What is this? I feel so bad for Finn. I do too. I really do. It makes me sadnessed. Sadnessed out. So we don't have any SmackDown emails, do we? No. Nobody cares. Because I really want to get to Rampage. I know, me too. I have I, there, Every show this week has something to say. They all that, do. That They're, show we just... The show we just watched was WWE trying to pull out a lot of stops to yes. get ratings. It sure was. To say we can still do a wrestling show. And you know what? Even though they <clears> tried their hardest, there was a lot of failures in that. Yes. And a lot of good stuff was the easy stuff. Yes. Um, Let's see. Let me make sure I don't have any things here. I did want to say about the, the if you were on Twitter then you would know that um, that during the, like when they, you know, like when we see that NXT 2.0 thing on TV, um, then the fans there are seeing it too. And the fans booed that out of the building. <laughs> so what do you think about that? But it's colorful, Joe. So many colors. It's so colorful. I can't even believe it. Um, yeah, it's bad. You know, I, I, I understand marketing and stuff where sometimes all you do is a logo or something, but I think you want it to look cool if that's all you have. And no, no one saw, no one made that and thought that looked cool. No, no. But anyway, um, so yeah, they booed that, but let's, let's now talk about the, uh, rampage. If I can find my notes here. Yes, there they are. Rampage, unfortunately taped. From Cincinnati. And JR okay. did, for the first time, JR doesn't say it. He's like, it's Friday night. It's Rampage. What? Oh. I guess I, he knows I know. Oh, God. So it's, it's okay, so Excalibur's still getting married because it's the same day. 
Um, JR, Tony, Taz, and Mark Henry on commentary. And we open with, wow, this is the first match. Andrade versus Pac is the opener. This show is backwards, but we'll get there. It is. So the commentators blame Chavo, or as my notes say, Chaco. They blame Chaco for the travel problems of Pac and why they couldn't do the do the match with Andrade at the pay-per-view. But the match is now. And this is the problem here. This is where I write, the commentary is off. Because guess what? They did not record this audio live as the match was going on after the main show. For whatever reason, this is recorded later. And then it has all these weird drops by Taz where he's trying to sell the next part. So the show is like edited together by aliens. Well, it doesn't help Excalibur's not here. No, I know. But the point is all the timing's poopy. And then you can tell that they didn't do this commentary live. They all sound like they're just like tired. I mean, it could have been the end of the night and they're tired. But I think it sounds like they're in a studio watching a tape show. But anyway, it's a, oh my God, it's a great match. I was going to say, guys, you're burying the lead. This I know. Match. Well, we'll get there. The match itself is great. Oh, and my God. This is one of the best matches I've seen for a long it's time. It's very exciting. And Andrade, I mean, they're both trying to kill each other. Andrade, oh, my God, dude. You're going to break your ankles jumping from the top and out of the ring and stuff. Oh, it's just both of them were... It, I love this match so much. It was really good. And then, um, so, we get the finishes, a 450 splash by Pack. But Andrade gets the bottom rope. So you're like, oh my God, I, now how's he going to win? Andrade's not going to tap out. So is Pac going to lose in some other way? So Pac puts him in the brutalizer and you're like, what's going to happen? And then some guy gets on the ring apron and they call him Jose, but I don't know who this is. Do you? It's a hanger on guy. It's that guy that's been hanging around in the back. Yeah. With like the, the, I guess it's the lawyer or something, but they never, I don't remember them ever saying his name until now. Oh, I. You do I or you don't? Ever, no, I don't ever okay. remember a name. So this guy has a stun gun and he's going zap, zap, zap on the apron. And the ref's like, what are you doing? And the Lucha <laughs> Brothers come out and they stop this stun gun guy. And then Chavo runs in the ring to cheat and hit on, hit, sorry, not on Jordan, hit pack with an iPad apparently. Yeah. What? And so Andrade wins. He just puts him in the hammerlock DDT and wins, right? Okay. Now, if you end this right here, I'm still super happy because it was an amazing match. Right. The match was good. But then they add to it more. Here's some spice for you because Andrade wins and they're walking up the ramp. And Andrade looks at Chavo like, why did you do that? I could have won the match by myself. F you, and he hits Chavo in the face and yeah, knocks and him over. I totally believe that Andrade and, didn't know about Chavo screwing with Pax. Right. So Andrade's like, why'd you do that? And Chavo's dead. And Andrade's like, I'm leaving. And he just leaves. And the Lucha brothers kick Chavo around, then throw him in the ring. And then Pac puts Chavo in a submission. And it's like they killed his character off. Chavo's dead. Isn't that not what this looked like? Yeah, it did. And it all what also did was show me that Andrade is he was a heel and he, he just wrestled a fantastic match. And then he's like someone cheated for him. He's like, No, because right. I'm that good. I should have won. So, just normally yeah, without just, any interference. Yeah, I, so I like that. It was fantastic. That was a really good character development thing. And Taz tries to make a joke and he goes, 
Oh, Chavo. Remember Ooh Chavo song? Yeah. yeah that's, that's what he did there. Oh Chavo. oh, Chavo, he says. Um, so yeah, tell me this isn't killing off Chavo to bring in Ric Flair. You can't convince me oh. of any other option. Why else would you? Yeah, I can't. Yeah, okay. Just checking. Still though, this was great. I yes. this is such a good I had so many good opening matches in AEW history. Yeah, really good. Um, now Darby and Sting come out for an interview, and Darby calls Sean Spears a generic piece of feces. So that's nice. Sting mentions Ric Flair. So that's again, right after I just said Ric Flair's gonna Sting talks about him. You don't think that means nothing? They don't do things that mean nothing in AEW. Yeah. I'll see where it goes. I know. I just don't want him to get on AEW and be like, oh, Vince McMahon. I know. I love Vince. He's going to say, I love Vince McMahon. Ashley, how you doing? Yeah, that's what it's going to be. So, um, Tully Blanchard comes out, and while he's distracting Sting, Spears takes out Darby and beats him up. So, there you go. And Tully's like, I'm so smart. So, this seems, it really does seem like it's going to be a tag team match. Yeah. I don't really want it. Um, Taz is voiceover McGee. That's where I realized, yeah, this is really weird. The re- the recording's strange. Everything's, nothing's right here. So he's doing these weird voiceovers that are clearly put in post. Um, Adam Cole on Dynamite, they've been saying. Oh, I'm sorry. Adam Cole on Rampage, they kept saying. It's a video package. Mm, I don't like when they do that. No. Like, oh, it's Goldberg on Raw tonight. And then he's like, it's a clip of him at a gas station or whatever. <laughs> um, but this is good. Danielson. Oh, Adam Cole says he's not in, not even in his prime yet. And then Danielson talks and he says he's going after Kenny Omega. But in the meantime, he will wrestle anybody. Sounds awesome. Yeah. I like That's it. That's exactly what his character would say. Yep. Now a trios match for the middle of the show. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's Britt Baker, Rebel, and Jamie Hayter against Ruby Soho, Riho, and Chris Statlander with Orange Cassidy. Oh my God, Riho! Okay, so Chris grabs Riho, puts Riho on her back, and turns around, and Riho does the bicycle kick. We just saw one of these. Maybe it was an NWA. The, the Liu Kang bicycle kick is a rare thing because it's not like a bicycle kick like in re- regular wrestling. It is like no. where you flurry your legs like you're riding a bike and you hit someone with your feet. And there's no way in real life you can float across the ring to do that like in Mortal Kombat. So <laughs> sitting, laying on Chris Statlander's back to do this was amazing. And it was good. And it should be all over yeah. the internet. And then, uh, and I think uh, Tony... I'm going to say it. Uh, okay, go. Tony says, what? What do you call that, Excalibur? And Taz goes, he's not here. Excalibur's not Taz here. Taz thinks that he's he says, talking. He says, I'm Taz. He says, I'm not, I'm not aware of a mask. I'm a not aware of a mask. I'm not like aware of a mask, he says. And Tony's like, I was saying it because Excalibur knows all the words. Yes. Here's where Excalibur is so needed. Right. Taz is so baffled by this. Oh, Taz turned into Super Mario. I'm not wearing a mask. It was super weird. But this match was way better than Rebel. I'm sorry. No, not Rebel. Better than Jamie Hayter versus Ruby Soho because everyone else did all the moves. And Ruby does two moves. And oh, by the way, tonight uh, we had an overhead kick, I think, by Pac. And we had an overhead. We had a 
um, Ruby riot kick or whatever it was from Ruby. Tony thinks they're both Pele kick. He does not know what yeah. a Pele kick is. But that's again, please come home, Excalibur. Um, team Rusty, I mean, Team Ruby wins. So there. It's that. Now Mark Henry interviews split screen Max Caster with Anthony Bowens and on the other side, Brian Pillman Jr. And Pillman says, I will win, hometown advantage, all that stuff. And I love, I don't know, this is just a dumb little thing for me. I love when Mark Mark Henry on Rampage says, enough, the time for talking is over, whatever he says. It's time for the main event. I just really like that. Uh, This is the thing, and it's funny because I was watching this with someone and I said, I said, Mark Henry, he's he used to be like a, a really strong, like Olympic strongman type guy. And then he went to wrestling and he became a really good wrestler. He's like, and I said, and everybody just likes him so much that it kind of doesn't matter that he's not good at commentary. <laughs> yeah, and it's true. I was trying to explain. No, I know. But in the, but the interview part, my God, I love I love his little things that he says. Um, the acclaimed come it's out. Just he is a nice guy. You just want. Of course, he is. Nice things. I like him. Acclaimed come out, and Max Caster is allowed to rap again. So he does a crude rap, and then Bowens grabs the mic and says, "You got to watch yourself. You're on thin ice." So that was kind of funny. And uh, oh my God, did you notice this? They put generic gray AEW shirts on Pillman's family, so you wouldn't think it was the same night. Oh my God, did they? Yeah. Okay, at least they're thinking. I know, but still, it's just hilarious to me. They're like, okay, everybody's going to see you're in the same clothes, and this is four days later, so you are two days later, so you, everybody put on a gray shirt. Okay. okay, but in WWE, they would do that and plug that one silly hole and leave giant gaps. I know, holes. they would. I know. Plug the silly hole is the name of my band. Um, main event, Max Caster against Brian Pillman Jr. The crowd chants fly in Brian because that's on his... Brian's trunks. Oh, but I wrote he's dead. Sorry. Mm. Um, and Brian, listen, he's not as flying as his dad was. It's more like fallen no, Brian because he goes up Brian. to the high places and then he plops down. <laughs> so, Ta- oh my God, Taz talks about the Bengals and he got really bent out no, of shape. He talks about the the the, the Bengals and the, and Brian Pillman's uh, trunks, and he gets really bent out of shape. He's like, I, "They're orange and black." Uh, I'm trying not to be mad about that. I can't believe it. He, he, yeah, they have no. And then another uh, somebody somebody I forget. Uh, Tony it had to be Tony by default. Yeah, Tony says, "Oh yeah, he's wearing those colors because of his his dad." And then Jr. thinks. That the other guy's dad played for the Jets. I don't know how Jr. even knows that. Yeah, what? Oh yeah, his dad played for. No, we're talking about the main. Right, even if that's true, that's not obviously not what we're talking about. Whatever. Uh, Springboard clothesline, and Brian wins. Oh my God, Springboard clothesline! It just looked like he fell on top of of Max. Why is this show centered around him? Well, I'll tell you because because acclaimed attacks after the match but moxley comes out for the save so the two hometown faces celebrate pretending it's a whole different day in the same city and there they both got their we got the established star and the young up-and-comer and their friends because they live in the same city or are from the same city that was their idea and for that that crowd it really works but for the rest of the world it was just like what can't do best friends wrestling. You can't do hometown wrestling. Got to be bigger than that. 
Got to be. Okay. I don't know, Larry. There's not many chances to, quote, make uh, Pillman Jr. I think this was a good idea. And I think the, the Arthur Ashe Stadium match is a good idea, too. Who is asking to make Pillman Jr.? We got Jungle Boy. Because we, we're we trying to build stars. We're not just like... Some are instant stars, like a Jungle Boy. Some are instant stars, like an MJF. Some are not, like Brian Pillman Jr. He has the name, but he's, you know... We have to get a reason to care about him. They're trying different things. That's all. I understand the logic of it. I'm not saying it's all going to be good because you know it's not. But at least they're trying to do something. We only have so much TV time. That is a problem. That is a huge problem. You are correct. Uh, So, all right. But that was your Rampage. Now I'm going to read Rampage emails, even though you probably should because. Well, here, I have one. Can you? Yeah. Hi, gents. Did you hear what Mark Henry said on Rampage? Me neither, Jeremiah. There were too many commentators cook spoil the soup or whatever. I know. I know. You want me to read another one? Yes, please. Dear smart wrestling friends, if I'd written this email, I I remember this email. Yes, you do. After Dynamite on Wednesday, I would have been saying this is a bad week for AWTV. You wouldn't have been wrong. Malachi. Oh, my God. Can I say something about Malachi? Malachi. Thank you. Malachi, yes. If Taz calls him... Malachi, one more time. That Malachi, he's a Malachi cocktail. That guy. It's not Malachi. Stop. Malachi Black. Malachi, they say it on the show a hundred times. If it's Malachi, then that's great. Then, then, then Black has to step up and tell everyone that. Malachi Black is still stuck in the Cody verse. Dan Lambert is so annoying. I had to mute my TV. And AEW really messed up the Moxley and Suzuki match with both the intro and the link. I agree. He's correct about all that. Thankfully, I'm writing out this email after Rampage. In that additional hour of AWS fixed a lot of the problems I was having. Andrade versus Pack was excellent and gave depth to Andrade's character that was lacking before. The six-woman tag match was fun and delivered on the pot- potential of Wednesday's setup. And Pillman versus Caster match was better than I was expected from Brian. Barber. It was fine. I'm tired of saying it was fine. I know. Uh, it was nice to see two Cincinnati boys sending the crowd home happy. What's more, by this point, AWD already started to fix the broken Moxley-Suzuki match by announcing Suzuki and Archer segment for this coming Wednesday. Yes. AEW's ability to, to, to take something that's either not working or just okay and turn it around is incredible. I just really hope they don't start to rely on it. Thanks, Smart Wrestling Friends, from Ian. Thank you, and yeah. No, I, listen, I know Larry wrestling doesn't has agree. always screwed stuff up and had to fix it. So if you, if you have the ability to do that, run with it. I'm fine. Try that is the that's the best thing about experimenting is if you if you can fix things, then it gives you the ability to maybe try something and you're like, oh, well, OK, I can fix it. I can fix it. Yeah. But, you know. Yeah. I feel exactly like he did. Uh, Rampage really fixed the bad taste in my mouth from a dynamite. Good. So, honestly, because of that first. Match, <clears throat> I agree. I, I like it a lot. All right. We have to. Well, we're going to play the main event game first. Okay. Before we do Raw. So, okay. There were two matches on main event taped for this week that will air on Hulu this Thursday. They're all men. One was a tag match. One was a singles match. I want you to guess everybody that was in the matches, Larry, starting with wherever you want. Uh, Dale Gass. Dale Gass is correct. He fought uh, the really good wrestler. Hold on. He was in, let me give you a clue. He was in a tag team. 
Oh, Dale Gass and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Shelton Benjamin. Nope. Dale Gass. You're forgetting and- Vince booked this. Oh, oh, that's right. I, I would not even be close to uh, Dale Gass and one of the Lucha Party guys. N- no, that wouldn't make any sense. Well, they're you know. I know, uh, but but okay. It's a tag team match, though. Yeah. So try Dale that again. Gass and Chavo, Dale Gas, and <laughs> what? Chris. Is Damian Priest on the show? Oh my god. No! It's never anybody Dale. that was on the other show. Okay, Dale Gas and I can't think of a Hispanic person that wasn't on the show. Yes, you can. I can. A Selena Vega was a mixed tag. Oh my god, that's the wrong show. Uh Hispanic people. Larry, there's only like four. I know, and I'm I'm I Lucha Party's half of the Hispanic people in WWE. Okay, so what does uh, that mean? What do you mean, what does that mean? Oh, my God. You're telling me, basically, but without... Yeah, okay. Okay. What's the match? Was, Lucha Brothers versus... Uh-huh. No, what, Lucha Party versus uh, Dale Gass. Yes, so you're only missing one guy. It's not Chavo. How do you, it's not Chavo. Uh, Chavo. Who is the other Hispanic guy who's not a Lucha Party guy or Dale Gas? Here's where Larry goes. Oh! Are you ready? Is it? Angel Garza. Oh. oh, okay. I'm okay with that. God, I totally, I'm totally okay with that. I've so forgotten he was evil even existing. <sighs> Wow, how long has it been since he's done anything? Wow. Since he put since he put a rose up a guy's butt with the thorns wow. up his That'll butt. That'll ruin your career. Oh, so the singles match was uh, Shelton Benjamin. No. Uh, somebody who wasn't on any other show? Correct. Oh, oh, Keith Lee. No, that's the dark match. They don't allow him to be on main event. Well, I, I thought they wouldn't think anybody would see him on main no, event. No. Uh, oh, give me the heel, and I'll guess. These are always like the same guys every week, and you never know. <laughs> Who is it? The heel is Drew Gulak. Who beat him? Uh, oh, our truth. No. Oh. Uh, Vince booked this, so no, it can't be our truth. Oh, uh, white guys, white guys. <sighs> I give up. Who? Jackson Riker. What? It's like you're not even trying. He was fired. Wait, I thought Jackson Riker was fired. What? No, he's the last guy left. It was 9-11. Why was he not on the show? (laughs) Wow. Okay. Well, you know Vince. I know. Okay, well, that game sucks because you don't play it right. Because you just don't. I try. You say things like Chavo and Zelina Vega. (laughs) You told me I had to pick a Hispanic person, and there's a very... If you forget one Hispanic person in WWE, you've forgotten 20%. Oh, my God. Okay. Oh, Larry. What is wrong with you? Okay. We're going to do... We're going to do... Oh yeah, I know a lot. Um, we're going to do Raw now. And this is called Raw Live Desperation Edition. And I wrote that before I knew the end. Yeah. Well, you'd seen, you'd seen SmackDown. You knew we were trying to. Yeah. So, this is from Boston, Massachusetts... 
So you get wait a minute. This is tonight's Raw. They only advertised last week on Raw. They only advertised two matches. Mm-hmm. One of them was Eva Marie against Dewdrop, which we're gonna get. But the other, oh god, the other wasted about half of Raw. Would you say? Like maybe an hour and a half I, of Raw or something? Almost half of Raw, yes. Half of Raw. Beginning of Raw and ending of Raw for an eight-team tag turmoil match thing to determine who will fight RK-Bro for the tag titles live on or Raw real. tonight. Okay? Or real. This wasn't one of those contender maybe matches. No, no, no. This was, this was on Raw tonight. They advertised it would be... It would be RK Bro against Lashley and MVP. We watched an hour and a half long turmoil match to determine that. Guess what's canceled? The tag team title match is canceled. What? Oh. Okay. So Jimmy says, Do you hear this crowd? There's like no noise at the beginning. There's nothing. Um, I was asking. Yeah. That's true. Do you hear him? No. So instead of that tag title match, it's just going to be what they advertised, I think, a few days ago. Orton, because it, it, it was on SmackDown. I remember the commercials for Raw and SmackDown. And it said, on this this Monday on Raw, Randy Orton versus Bobby Lashley for the WWE title. Never explaining that that they took it off of Extreme Rules. Never explaining anything. They're like, we're so scared of the low rating. We're going to do anything we can. It really is. So, all right. We're going to get a world title match tonight. That's fine. Big E comes out because on SmackDown, he said, I might go to Raw. So here he is. And earlier today, he had tweeted that he's he's going to attempt a cash-in. He might do a cash-in, possibly, maybe. He's intending to. I think that was... He said, I I intend to to cash-in. Those are his exact words. So, he comes out. Um, rating, sadness, desperation. R- Randy Orton comes out with Riddle. Lashley comes out with MVP. What is this? There's just a bunch of people out there. And Graves says, did you see Big, Big E called this shot? And now he's here to cash in. And Byron goes, oh, yeah, he's cashing in. And Graves goes, we don't know if he's going to cash in. And then Big E goes, I fully intend on cashing in tonight. Is this a joke? Yeah, there were so many, so much wordplay here. You just didn't you, know. You, there was so much wordplay. You would think that's never going to happen. But that we should know better. If it's not going to happen for sure, then they'll say he's going to cash in for sure because that's WWE and they suck. So MVP calls Biggie a dancing clown. Hmm. And he says, "There's no tag team title match that we wasted your half of Raw last week on, thanks to Randy Orton." And Orton's logic is this. He says, well, I knew changing the date of the title match from Extreme Rules to Raw would confuse Lashley and throw him off his game and allow me to possibly win the title. What? That's convoluted. But but when they're talking about politicking, Orton got out of defending the tag titles. Yes. It is politicking. It is. And he says, and I... I don't need politicking because I just go backstage and ask for the match because I'm Randy Orton. Which is kind of politicking, right? It's exactly what it is. Because you're Randy Orton means you're popular enough to get the match. What? Okay, so what do you think politics is? So um, MVP forgets the entire history of Big E's story. 
Remember when New Day were on SmackDown, Larry? And they, and only Woods and Kofi got drafted to Raw and Biggie was stuck on SmackDown. He was sad. Yeah. Well, MVP has this new version of it where Biggie, he, he says, remember, remember when you went and left for SmackDown? No, it's not what happened. And he says, no, it was the opposite. Why are you, why are we pretending here? And then he says, Biggie, I know you came here to Raw tonight because you're afraid of Brock Lesnar. Brock isn't champion. What is he talking about? I don't know because. MVP just got two things incredibly wrong. But anyway, Orton says, none of that matters because I'm going to win the title tonight. And Biggie says, well, then I'll cash in on you. And Lashley says he's going to shove the contract up Biggie's butt. And um, RKO to Lashley. So that opens the show. So it's not terrible. It's just a little sloppy and a bunch of things happening all at once. It's a little convoluted. It's very convoluted to show anything can happen tonight on Raw. Look at all this wacky stuff. That's what this was. Okay. Yeah, with so many weasel words that you can't trust them to. No, you can't. So Charlotte's backstage. She faces Shayna Baszler tonight for some reason in a championship contenders match. And that's next probably, but it's not. Color Splash NXT 2.0 commercial. It's going to come down and then on your butt. Something to do and true to yourself. Wah, 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 wah. I don't understand any of that. Nope. What is that song? Anyway, people are going to boo that out of the world tomorrow. Charlotte's still backstage playing with her wrists. She's like, I'm going to twist this wrist and twist this one. I'm going to twist this one now. And so says, she looks so miserable. Ric Flair just said, Ashley's happier than she's ever been in her life in WWE. She'll never leave. Yes. Oh, my God. Okay. She seems so happy. She, oh, my God, Larry. You know how I always complain about reverse puppeting? Yeah. She reverse headlines. You know how she- Britt Baker's a smart human? And she does Do- oh, yes. Dr. Britt Baker DMD, and she does it in a way where if the letters would appear on her fingers as she does it, it would say DMD on the screen. It wouldn't say it backwards, which would be whatever backwards D is, and then M would be normal. And then, But the point is, she does it the right way. Charlotte does it reverse. It's like, it'll say, all hail the queen or whatever, and she does it backwards. So, it wouldn't say that. It's like, Queen the hail all. Um, championship contenders match now. Charlotte versus Shayna Baszler. They mention oh, that it's Charlotte versus Alexa Bliss at Extreme Rules for some reason, even though Alexa isn't really a wrestler anymore and has won like twice in the last year. Um, earlier today, Nia yells at Shayna. Guess what Shayna does? What? She reverse headlines. <laughs> And I'm thinking, why is everyone so stupid? Remember the, the, the divas plague when everyone was a juicer? They were trying to do <laughs> yes. loser, but they would do the L backwards on every time. Remember that? Juicer. Why is everyone so stupid? No this can't possibly. Them. Listen, if someone would correct them and explain that. They would remember. They would remember every time. I know. Right? No one corrects them. 
All the reverse puppeters, can't Larry. Really blame them for doing something wrong once, and no one corrects them. They're going to continue. To I know. And all the reverse pu- puppeters that do blah 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 backwards with their hand, try making your puppet's hand scream. Would it be you just closing the mouth and and, and going ah? Are you an idiot? Please think. Anyway, this is just a pet peeve of mine, or a dog's that bites me, as you would say. Um, WWE draft commercial. Yes, it is official. Fine. October first on SmackDown. October fourth on Raw. They don't call it a shakeup. They call it a draft. Again, listen, I hope they'll get it right. But you know, every year is so much potential. It'll be something boring. Here's the best way to do the draft, Larry. Yeah. This person's exclusively on Raw. This person's exclusively on SmackDown. And this third type of person is on both shows. That's the most interesting thing you could do. You share talent between Fox. And listen... Because the other option is to end the brand split, which they won't do. No. My option of three pools is the way you do it. Oh, that's way too complicated. I know it is, and that's why they won't. I'm saying they should. Anyway, they announced that there's, and they announced this earlier in the day, U.S. title match, Larry. Okay. Yeah, oh, well, oh I get it, right? Because last week on Raw, we had to endure another Drew and Sheamus match, and then Sheamus won clean, and Drew looked like he was turning heel. So... I get it. So they're just like Extreme Rules, uh, Orton and Lashley. Oh, yeah. They must be putting that match on free Raw, right? Yeah. U.S. title match. match set for this title. They do. It's Sheamus against Priest. That's the match. Oh, tonight's U.S. title match. Priest against Hardy, everybody. Jeff Hardy, who has like one win in the last hundred years. The only thing he won was against Karrion Cross. Right. By cheating. Yes. In this match, the entire mat is covered in makeup. Charlotte rolls all her makeup off all over the ring. There's so much, Larry. Listen, I don't know what they're doing with makeup because there are certain people that they seem to be bound to determine to put ugly makeup. Makeup! Okay, so Charlotte misses a moonsault and chats so much. She, all she does is talk. Naya comes out. Oh, so we can go to break. High five. And we come back. Naya does a distraction. And Charlotte just wins. Oh, that's so stupid. What is going on? What, what is, well, what, is we this won't find out. waste time? Because, well, we'll find out at the end of Raw. Because Alexa Bliss has no magic left. Yep. Alexa Bliss urinated her magic away in the Thunderdome. Um, so Alexa Bliss comes out with stupid Lily and a stupid present. This is this is this segment's painful. Charlotte is bad at this and calls her Lexi as as some of the women do because that's a real name and botches her line. Then Alexis says, "Just take the present," and Charlotte says, "No," and Alexis says, "Take it," and she says, "No." Isn't this going to turn into duck season, rabbit season, and yes, trick Charlotte? That's all I can think of. They Guess the what? Chanting and everything. The rule of twos, everybody, because yep. Charlotte just goes. I do love presents and just takes it like a dumb heel. She says, well, it's not ticking. That's good. Let's joke about bombs and <laughs> terrorism. Right. At, yeah. Good job. Um, it's a, it's the most hideous, ugly doll ever. And it looks like Lily, but it's blonde version. So it's, they call it Charlie after Charlotte. But is, okay. But does that mean there's another Lily? Does it, is it conscious like Lily? I just don't. Well, we don't know yet. Because, well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you. It doesn't come back, but I guess we have next week. It's going to come back next week. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, believe me, it's coming back next week. Excuse me. So this doll looks just like Charlotte, and um, and I'm joking, obviously. It's just well, an ugly. Well, before she got her teeth fixed. Yes, an ugly doll. It looks just like Charlotte before she got the dental work. But no, in all seriousness, it's a, it's an ugly doll that has a robe on and a title. So that's why it's Charlotte, I guess, because it's blonde and it has those things. So the crowd chants Charlie for this doll. And uh, I don't know what to say because Alexis says, we wanted to give you something to play with after I take your title at Extreme Rules, which is a funny line. And she calls Charlotte a narcissistic self something B word. And yeah, and this is a different Alexa Bliss. It's very, she's very acting very different. And then Charlotte looks at the doll and goes, wow, this does look like me. Why would anyone ever say that? I don't understand. I can hand you a picture of a monster from a horror movie that got his face ripped apart and say, and say, this is you. And you would look at it and go, oh, it does look like me. Would you, who would ever do that? Tom. Yeah. Tom Phillips would. He'd be like, that coffee's pretty good. And I do look like that. So Charlotte says this, this, I don't, Charlotte's like mentally broken in some way that she can't put a sentence together because she says, oh, well, guess what? I, this doll does look like me and I'll have them send your very own Charlotte action figure to your padded cell. And now I will adult you into extreme rules. All hail the queen. What? Can you understand any of that? You're muted. You're muted. Or you hung up on me. No, oh I was muted. No, I thought she was using some kind of slang. I did not know. Do I have to read that again? Did you run away to get a drink while I was saying that sentence? No, 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 no. I when she said adulting, and I'll adult. You she didn't say adulting. This. She said I will adult you into extreme rules. Yes. What does that yes. mean? I don't know what. No, I didn't know what any of it meant. And the whole thing about, but if wouldn't she send her an action figure of Alexa Bliss or anything like that? But she got her sent- one. Wouldn't it be, I'll send you your very own Charlotte action figure. No, she said, I'll send your very own Charlotte action figure. Like it's hers already to your cell when you, what? And then anyway, Alexa fights her. And also, why is, why is Charlotte putting up with this? It's like, I don't She can leave the ring. I don't know. Cause there's no magic anymore. Alexa does a yes, bad. My oh point. my God. Extreme rules is going to be, it's going to be part of the match is going to be backstage. That's why it's going to be magic. Uh, it's extreme, although I don't yeah. know what's extreme about it yet, but we'll see. How many matches are announced? Like six? And how many have... None of them are extreme. Nope, not a single Well, Seamus said during his match, Extreme Rules is going to work out great for me because I, I cheat. No. Right, but and his match is a regular fries one, two, three yeah, match. regular fries match. What? Oh, my God. So, okay. So, Alexa does a really bad choreographed code red where they weren't sure and they had to go ready, go. And then she stands tall or stands short or whatever Alexa does. This raw, no. Just but she can no. hypnotize people and make. Nope, them, she lost she that lost power. All that power. Yep. She used to be able to make pyro go off. She lost that power. She lost the power of pressing a button, Larry. <laughs> I don't understand this anymore. This this feud sucks. Oh, by the way, Charlie doll already available on dot com to order for no. forty dollars, but you don't get it till the holiday season. Hold on, I'm checking it out now. I'm, I'm not kidding. It's a pre order that doesn't exist yet. 
How much is it? 40 bucks because it comes with a title. Lily's only 30 because oh. she doesn't come with a title. But neither of them you could buy today. They haven't even come out yet. The Alexa one comes out this month and the, the Lily comes out this month and the Charlotte one comes out and like around Thanksgiving. So anyway, but guess what? If anyone goes rush to rush and buy those dolls, you could spend your money better at patreon.com slash smart wrestling fan because please support us instead of buying stupid blood money WWE merchandise right now. Okay, please. Yeah. Thank you don't you. if you if you aren't sure, think about the next pay per view because what we already talked about, yep. tried not to talk about. During- yeah. So, <sighs> um, Drew McIntyre comes out with a sword, and Jimmy says he's got a big sword. He's not afraid to use. How, Jimmy? Please tell me how he would ever use that sword on anyone, <laughs> because I'd be terrified to use it because I'd go to jail. So, don't lie. Jinder and Pals come out to kill Drew before the match. The Viking Raiders come out for the save. And guess what? It's a six-man tag that you didn't want. Drew and the Vikings against Jinder, Shanky, and Skanky. And they announced that it's Rhea versus Natalia tonight for some reason, which again, this was on .com earlier today. So, okay. Claymore. The match is like two minutes. And I wrote, okay, that's stupid enough. I write, why were the Vikings even there? And Graves says, Ivar was never even a legal competitor. He just pointed and, and out the stupidity. This, what did this do to further what might have been a Drew heel turn? That's why I said it's not a heel turn. He's going to SmackDown. Uh, yeah, stupid. Anyway, Big E's backstage with the New Day. This is amazing. He asks Kofi for advice and Kofi's like, you're asking me? You're so good. <laughs> I definitely won't attack you later tonight or cause problems because no, they can't turn Kofi. He's like the only face like in the whole company. Um, But yeah, that happens. And then they do that vulgar song chant that they used to do the song. Why? Why would you bring that back? To make me remember. I don't think people remember what it is. About that time they were doing that. Yeah. It's awful. Anyway, Damien Priest comes out. Backstage jobbers chase Reginald or Reggie, even Drake Spudface. And he's like, Drake Spudface said a thing that made it seem like he knew how to go get the title. And then they dropped the whole thing and it never happened again. Yeah. What happened with last? Remember when he came out and stood on the ramp yep. and it was like, oh, he's back. Nothing. He's back to. Go you know why he's back? Because there's no place for his smallness in NXT 2.0. I really like Rockstar Spud. This is so sad. Okay, U.S. title match. Damian Priest against Jeff Hardy. What the? What is this? Earlier today, Damian Priest says he admires Jeff Hardy. We know you do his dumb dance every time. Oh, my God. Jeff Hardy? Okay, we had two reverse headlines tonight. Jeff Hardy reverse rights to the fans in the air. Larry. <laughs> now that one, there's no helping. Larry. What are the odds that this would happen three times in one night? Yeah, but we can't fix Jeff Hart. So I know. Just let that go. Seamus comes out on commentary. Shouldn't he be really mad that someone jumped the line? He had no. to beat Drew McIntyre clean last week. You know how hard that is to do? You know how many people have pinned Drew in the last, I don't know, how long? Just recently, it's happened. Besides Lashley, just recently. So anyway, um... Yeah, and Hardy gets handed a shot. Jimmy says, strange angles. That's what Jeff Hardy is best at. 
<laughs> okay. What? <sighs> Priest and Seamus argue. But wait, Priest and Seamus argue. So we can go to break. High five. When we come back, I want to see what happens between... No, no, nothing. Jeff goes off the top rope. Oh my God. And he crushes Priest's neck with like his the top of his leg. I thought Priest couldn't breathe because he's all messed up. He's late for two kickouts. And the ref's like, are you okay? And he says, yeah. Then Priest does the ugliest middle rope leg lariat I've ever seen to the point where Graves is like, I don't know what that is. Jeff can't take the reckoning correctly and dies. This match was hideous. Yeah. I, I can't believe we had to watch this match. Why is Jeff... Is he just... He's just there. Yeah, he's getting work. I don't... Maybe he's just... He just got a title shot. Maybe he's hoping that he gets can go to AEW. I don't know. Be with his brother. Um, so... Seamus comes in to attack both guys. Priest does this horrible looking bro kick and Seamus no-sells it and gets right up and then flops to the floor and then sits there. And Graves says, he has to he has to help the angle. He's like, notice the difference when Seamus hits the bro kick. When Seamus hits it, you don't get up. But, but Priest hits it and it's not his move, so Seamus could live. Okay. Backstage, Nikki, almost a superhero, and Rhea Ripley. Oh my God. These two Nikki, are in love. They, oh, I know they are. Wait till later. Nikki wants a special celebration for winning a non-title match last week. And Rhea says, no, we should go after the tag titles. And they reveal, why did it look like Natalia was standing next to her the whole time? Yeah, they were listening. She didn't walk waiting. in. She was already there yes. when we zoom out. So Tamina comes in and Nikki's like, I want to fight you a lot right now. And Tamina's like, okay, and attacks Nikki. So, so... Listen, I write this even before she says it. I write Sonia the joke character in. She says, okay, I fix this right now. Before Rhea wrestles, it's going to be Tamina versus Nikki AHS. AHS, Larry. American, almost hero super. American horror story. Sonia, she can't even do it with words. Sonia, you, I like you, but you are bad at this. You have one job and you always find a way to screw it up. I'm so out of this general manager thing right now that I can't waste time thinking about it. Nikki AHS, Larry. Connor's cure. And then some horrible Olympic monster signs with WWE, somebody that like, did some criminal activities, but then, but then the college was like, and a lawyer was like, how much to make this go away? And then magically the charges were dropped because of lack of evidence in a case where you shouldn't need evidence. You should. Anyway, this This is going to be a problem. The cut of his jib. This is going to be a real problem. So Randy Orton's backstage and Riddle says a bunch of dumb stuff and Orton has headphones on so he doesn't have to listen and then Big E comes in to wish Orton good luck and Riddle won't shut up. Okay. Oh my God. Okay. Want to hear about the worst part of the night? Well, here we go. Nikki versus Tamina. They also announced that eight-man tag later tonight is going to be New Day Monsoor and Ali against AJ Omos and um, T-Barn Mace. So... Why? This Nikki versus Tamina match is botched city. The match is absolutely atrocious. 
the finish is the referee. Okay, so Nikki does a tornado DDT, which is clearly a transitional move. The ref counts three, but Tamina kicks out just a split second too late. But it's too late because the ref, if the ref would have stopped, the ref would have looked like an idiot. So Tamina botches by kicking out too late, but they ring the bell. So Tamina just botched. Nikki gets up and celebrates because she won. She was supposed to lose. So Tamina's music plays because the person playing the music isn't paying attention. It doesn't care either. Copy, paste, high five. Then the ring announcer says the winner of this match is Tamina because he's not paying attention because of copy, paste, high five. At least the commentators were on it. The commentators were on it. But, oh my God. Tamina? What's the excuse for Tamina, the person that plays the music, and the person that announces the winner? Well, the excuse for Tamina is what it has always been. Let's Listen, it's just... She messed up. The experiment was over a long The referee, time instead of looking like a stooge, goes through with it because that's what he's told to do. He did his job right. The music person is a chump and doesn't pay attention to anything. Is clearly on autopilot. And the ring announcer is clearly on autopilot. And both of those people should get suspended or fined or something. I understand we make mistakes, but your only job is to make sure that this is correct. Not be on autopilot. You can get a computer to, to run this on autopilot. You can get a computer to play the music. There's a human being back there that saw Nikki get the pin and pressed Tamina's button because she was supposed to win. Guess what happens? Vince has said, if you mess up the finish and the referee has to count three, then that's the finish. How well, could uh, it be the this finish. bad? It is the finish. Well, why didn't three people know it? Anyway. No one, no one really cares. So Tamina was supposed to win, so she quick attacks Nikki. I, yeah, I, and then we, then we go to the outside and you're like... I have to watch another match of this. I I can't even believe it. It's so bad. Rhea against Natalia already in progress. Luckily, Jimmy calls, calls Nikki and Rhea, the young bucks. Sure. Uh, Couldn't you use a different phrase than the young bucks? Why would you even use that phrase period? But yeah, I don't know. Anyway, another horrible match. This match sucks so bad. Rhea tries for the Riptide, but it's supposed to be facing Tamina for the finish. So guess what? Picks up Natalia. Rotate, 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 spin, 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 spin. Faces Tamina. And now it's like, oh, Tamina, you're there. Listen, seriously, I don't know what was was more. Women's matches on SmackDown. (coughs) Yeah. I know. SmackDown, we didn't mention it, but Selena Vega was supposed to wrestle on SmackDown and they cut her match. There were zero women's matches on SmackDown. On Raw, they felt the need to put three on here and two of the three were horrendous. I don't know what's worse. So this ending was so fake and bad and Natalia gets put in the cloverleaf and I wrote Natalia taps to the rip fart or whatever. I don't even know what it's called. I seriously don't. Um... Rhea wins, and Nikki runs at Rhea and rubs her crotch all over Rhea. Am I exaggerating? 
I don't know. Listen, I call it last week. I was kind of joking that they're in love. But this is that weird love story thing where it just. What is happening? I don't know. Poor Nikki. Where? What is she doing? She's in this superhero role forever. Oh, almost superhero. I mean, almost hero super. Um, Mansoor and Ali and the New Day come out. Backstage, Charlotte throws the doll in the trash. So we know that before Extreme Rules, that doll's going to crawl out of the trash and show up in I, Charlotte's bag or something. It's got to, but still, that's really the story we're doing. Sure are. Mansoor and Ali and New Day against T-Bar, Mace, AJ, and Omos. They show footage of that waste of time that was the gauntlet that led to nothing. They dared showed footage of that. Think about this. That gauntlet was supposed to lead to a tag title match, and instead it leads to an eight-man tag garbage waste of my time Mm -hmm. match. Um, Earlier today, T-Bar and Mace are dumb, and a hideous tree slam to Ali, where Ali instantly thought he was concussed or died. Heels win. Wow. wow, this night is a lot. I know eventually we'll get to something, but there's a we lot. We have to wait to a make. long time for anything good to happen. Backstage, Lashley hops around and MVP says Big E should not cash in tonight. And Big E comes in and says, boo hiss, I'm going to do what I want. Okay. Diva Death spot match, Dewdrop against Eva Marie, the, the sequel, even though this is really the first time. It's a garbage match. Eva can't do anything. Dewdrop wins in a minute. And Byron keeps yelling the the do illusion, and I hate it, oh, and it's that, really bad. It doesn't even work. It doesn't, and Graves said that, and nope, they just keep saying it. Really poor. Backstage, oh my God, Karrion Cross does a, my name is Karrion Cross, but I'm not telling you anything you don't already know promo. So he now he's it's Del so Rio and Sean O'Hare mixed together. What the F is this? He's like, here's my plan for Raw. I'm going to beat people up every week until I'm successful. What? And we saw Jeff Hardy wrestle tonight. I know. Randy Orton comes out. Next week, they announce, oh my God, this is the only match announced for Raw next week. Are you ready? Oh, I can't wait. Nia Jax versus Shayna Baszler. Why would anyone care about that? But it's a feud, you see. There's no build. This has been months of them not getting along. And now all of us... And they keep hitting each other and pushing each other and arguing. Now we're supposed to believe this week they're going to fight? Yeah, you know what? I don't care about it as much as I didn't care about Miz versus Morrison. That never happened. I don't want it. Sorry. Main event. And there was a time when I would have loved it. Not now. Main event. WWE title match. Randy Orton against Lashley. Okay, so Orton... Okay, finally something's happening. Yeah, and there's a lot of time left. So I'm like... which is good. This is great. There's so much time. So outside the ring, though, Orton runs at Lashley and fails to get him over the barricade. So then he does it again and gets him over the barricade. And it is an urgent moment because they're going to get counted out and ruin this match. So Graves is screaming, you got to get him in the ring. Only in WWE at this moment of urgency would we ever cut to break. F you, WWE. You have no idea what you're doing. You you know what you know how to do? Take blood money and steal and be the, the most successful, profitable. Bravo. Congratulations. You're, you're terrible. That's great. 
your sociopath family with unlimited amounts of money that you steal from from people that murder other people and throw people in a wood chipper. That's great. Congratulations. You're very good at that. Are you good at entertaining people? No, not usually. Oh, I haven't I haven't seen it. Listen, let's go on because I have stuff to say about okay, so, entertainment value. So tonight. we come back from break and the match is actually really good when we get to see it, when we're not going to break. Uh, RK no, and Lashley hits the spear and I couldn't believe it. Orton kicked out. And Jimmy says, this never happens. Well, clearly it just did. And also we've seen it before. But anyway, yeah. Okay, got it. You're selling this as important. RKO, but oh my, to Lashley, but Orton can't capitalize and MVP cheats. So Orton runs outside the ring, gives an RKO to MVP. He gets back in the ring and unfortunately spear. So Lashley retains, but there's still a lot of time left. So we're like, okay, maybe this biggie thing's going to be good. So Larry texts me and he's like, Oh my God, Biggie could be dead in the backstage area and we don't know who laid him out. And it turns out later that it's Kofi Kingston because he was jealous that that now it's Biggie's or turn. Xavier, and, because think about it, Xavier yep. beat Lashley. He never <clears> and he didn't even get a shot. Yeah, so there's all these stories that could be, nah, there's no story. Lashley just comes, Lashley retains and then he kills now, Orton. I, I will say right yeah. now, I really liked the Lashley-Orton match. And I thought Lashley looked strong by the end. Yep. I was really good. Right now, I was really, really good where everything was. Me too. But then, Lashley kills Orton and puts him through the announce table. But when he does it, Lashley says the F word a bunch of times and like he tore his knee or something. Now, I know better because I know when Lashley's trying to, quote, act, that means he's cursing. So I knew this probably isn't real. It's possible that it also it could be both. But most likely, this is just how it's supposed to work. So Lashley's all hurt. Big E's music hits. So he comes out. Big E runs to the ring. He hands the briefcase to the referee. Oh, my God. The ref gets it. They're ready to do the match. The ref opens it. This. There's no contract in there. Because Happy Corbin, the reason he's really so happy yeah. is because he's still... No, none of that's real. No, he, Big E just cashes in. And Lashley says, no, I'm not ready. I'm hurt. So we go to break. Which makes La- which makes Biggie look like an idiot because now Biggie instead of just winning he has to wait around and let Lashley yes, heal the, up. An injured Ashley. That is the purpose of money. Money in the bank. Someone is injured and you jump on them immediately. Yep. And he let him set through a whole commercial. So a whole commercial break happens and they went late. We didn't. Hey, we let, had like, let me tell you that whole idea about no contract being in there. Wouldn't have been great if that was true. And then and Lashley was laid out with that leg injury. Like, yeah, I could have. I know. And he can't capitalize. It would be amazing. And, and then next week, New Day's like, yeah, that sucks. And he's like, you know, the only time I left that. Right. Was with you, was Kofi. With you two and our. I know. There's... Joe, this is the thing. This is what is making me so angry. No matter how this turns out, what happens later. We had so many fantastic New Day stories to tell. I know. Will so we many, ever so many tell the New Day story everybody wants to see? Nah. Just, By the time we do it, it'll be no one will care anymore. So sad. There's yep. so much there. So yep. much fun we could have with any of them. 20 different stories that would be so much fun and nothing. What what do we get, Joe? What do we get? Well, here's what, what happens. We come back. And there's only four or five minutes left. And I even, I even called Larry during this point. I said... You know how long it's been since they cut to last break with only four or five minutes left? It's been a long time, which means uh, something's up here. And I said, the simplest answer is Biggie's just going to win the title. 
So that's probably what's going to happen. But this is weird. Maybe they'll have an overrun. Well, they didn't have an overrun and they didn't need it because when we come back, it's WWE title match. We're told that during the break, Lashley has been refusing to wrestle this whole time. But then I guess... You could do that? I, well, then who slaps who? Does Biggie slap Lashley? Whatever happens here makes Lashley start. Slap, slap. Yeah, so Lashley, right. So he starts fighting. So then the ref is like, oh, I guess you can go. And so your match is right here. WWE title match, Lashley against Biggie. And they ring the bell and there's a spear right away. And Biggie kicks out of it. So that never happens, Jimmy says. It happened twice tonight. Big ending. Oh, my God. Biggie's the new WWE champion. New Day come out to celebrate. Excuse me. That's great and everything. But here's what I wrote. Now what, WWE? Now what? Because there were no stories in there, you see. This was a nope. this was a knee-jerk reaction to football coming back and AW being good without saying that and a lot of other things. Got to get those ratings up and whatever. Lots of bad ratings. Really bad ratings. So this was to fix that. Remember who else used to do the title changes on to fix that Vince Russo? Um, so I don't know about this. Like I like that Biggie's champion, but you gave me none of the stories I wanted. Yeah. What story? What what is the story now? And also, doesn't it feel like because the draft is in two and a half weeks, that that means we're gonna be in like holding pattern pattern central now? Well, I guess you just have Lashley be I won a title shot Biggie's like fine and weird things happen I guess well I assume and I also assume that is extreme rules Lashley against Biggie where Biggie retains because can't have Biggie win the title and not have a pay-per-view match right I don't know and then don't other members of New Day ask for a shot oh wait that's too much fantasy booking sorry Lashley's got a tag team title shot I don't yeah, so I'm baffled right now. Biggie's the champ that's not even going to wrestle on pay per view. I bet. Also, I know the draft's coming up, but does that make Biggie a Raw member because he has the Raw title? I don't know because I, I was, was very confusing. What, what if Biggie? What if Biggie would have been tag team champions on SmackDown, but he had the briefcase and he went to Raw and just he would won be that in that title. pool of wrestlers that I want on both shows. <laughs> <laughs> then it would make your dream come. I that is way too complicated. I know I it is. It I works. know it. I know, but that's like in my mind, it's the only way to fix things. That's all. That's your raw, everybody. Yikes! Very happy for Biggie. Yes, Very so confused as to the future. Oh well. Sad for Lashley, but it. but you know it had to happen, right? Eventually, I worry Biggie is going to be where Kofi is. Where boy, I'm really glad he had that title. I know, but but that's, that's the end of that, and he's not getting it back. Yeah, I know. Oh, the difference is Biggie is big, and Kofi was not. So, true. Wow. We'll see. But okay. This was a strange week of weird shows. Whatever. It wasn't yeah. that boring. No, the, I, I can't say it was boring. I could yeah, say there might have been a lot of filler and raw hours of my time. Right. The complete three hours. Yeah. <sighs> now what WWE now what should be the name of the episode today? Well, okay. I'm 
Listen, WWE has me wanting to watch their shows next week, but not because I think they have something good planned, because I no. just I don't know any more than they do what's going on, I think, right now. Think about the booking I did with Big E, where it's all gone now. I had competitor after competitor going after Roman Reigns. We had Brock come back to lose to Roman Reigns. With the demon Finn Balor lose to Roman Reigns. You have every person. You do a draft, and then you take Drew, and he loses to Roman Reigns. And everybody beats Roman Reigns all the way up to WrestleMania, where you have The Rock wrestle Roman Reigns. And oh my God, The Rock can't even beat Roman Reigns. And the the Roman has just had a grueling match, and Big E cashes in at the end of WrestleMania and wins the title. Because you want to put the title on a guy that's that should be beating the big boss. He should be a guy within the company. So that's Biggie. Well, they're like, well, we might have done that. But instead, let's just do it tonight for the one night ratings bump. Again, there were so big many mistake. stories to be told here. Yeah. And all we got was Biggie joked and danced around until he just cashed it in and won in the final couple minutes after after a few months of saying he was going to go after after roman reigns so clearly this was never the plan until this week we'll see we'll see what happens this plan is uh, uh, hatched five days ago larry it's like nxt i just i i'm not going to complain and judge it by one little thing whether it's a a multicolored logo or Biggie's how he won the title. Let's see what happens next week. Nickelodeon Extreme Television oh, NXT. I have a I'm going to be so disappointed in NXT. I know. I know. All right, I'm done. If you are, me too. All right. Well, please listen. I implore you. SmartWrestlingFan.com and Patreon.com/SmartWrestlingFan. Become a patron. It's only five bucks a month for the lowest level as far as getting the all the content and you get so much content it's disgusting you have stuff to listen to all the time you have back stuff to listen to all the time you have all this every episode of smart movie fan and all these other shows just just go do it right now if you don't I, you know i haven't threatened this in like years like five minutes i mean years <laughs> if you don't the show could just go away like tomorrow think how sad There's that would be so much there's so much more to be had. But that's yeah. That's for now would be the worst time to stop doing smart wrestling fan. Yes, believe me. But we really do need support because I can't take I can't take any more of the sociopaths online with their you know with their like eleven hundred patrons and two thousand patrons, twenty thousand patrons, and they're making like like seriously, they're making mm, like fifty thousand dollars a month. Think about that. These are people that don't need your money. Go help a small Patreon page. Go help a small streamer. Go help your local business. And go help Smart Wrestling Fan. That's all I'm going to say. So, you know, that's it. And again, I hate to point this out, but if if you lose us, then you're losing... The, the only real historians on earth of wrestling as it happens. Yes, because as we learned not with Rey Mysterio against Jey Uso, a match that never happened was reported on by every single internet site almost except for us. It was like us yeah, oh, and well, one what other about, one. What I, about NXT being live last week? 
Everyone thought it was live except me. Everyone I knew it wasn't. It was they us. all said it was live. And then when it I won on TV, it was taped and it was old. And I told everybody that nobody, like, again, you make me feel like I'm crazy. Like, I'm the crazy one. Well, no, it had to be taped. There's no. I know. But Larry, CBS Sports, all these other websites, all the dirt cheats, they all said it was it was going to be a live show. It was taped. They all said it was Jey Uso against Rey Mysterio. It was Jimmy. They just all copy. They all plagiarize each other. They're all sitting there. None of them studied for the test. They each copy off of each other. And then they high five. But they're all wrong. They were seriously. I could only find one, maybe two websites that reported the right match for the, the Rey Mysterio. Larry, that shouldn't be the way that works. No one is watching this. And if you and listen, I tell our listeners, don't watch unless we tell you, you know, you got better things to do. But if you're going to agree to do a show about wrestling, that's just it. You know, when we do our main event game, I don't claim to watch main event. I don't say, oh, I watched about 75% of it. So I say it in a different voice. I watched uh, about the 72% of it. You didn't watch it at all. Just stop. Well, I was having noise in my house. This kid's running all around the hook. <laughs> I couldn't watch it all. Okay. Anyway, I'm done. I'm, I'm just, I don't, I don't want to be sad. I want to be happy. Happy Corbin. Okay. Well, let's be happy because hey, yes. at least there's interesting things happening in WWE right now. Not only that, Larry, another reason why people should get on the Patreon it looks like we're going to be covering the entire G1, which spans a month. Oh. A month. You need Smart Wrestling Fan uh, more right now, more than you ever have. So become a patron for that. So there, that's it. That's all. All right. Okay. It was a week. Sure was. I believe that's our show, everybody. Thank you, Larry. Thank you, listeners. Yeah. We appreciate it. Thanks for listening. Until next time. Bye, everybody. <laughs>